Welcome to Warhammer, the grim world of perilous adventure. We present The Enemy Within, the classic campaign from Games Workshop for Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. While the time of Sigmar has passed into legend, and the orcish hordes are still held in check, a new threat has emerged within the Empire. But this threat is far more menacing, because instead of a direct confrontation, it is an unseen force creeping through the cracks of the human spirit, turning one incorruptible soul at a time towards its insidious plague. Join a motley group of inexperienced fortune seekers as they embark on an adventure for fame and personal gain. But this journey will bring them face to face with the denizens lurking just beneath the surface of the old world. Will they be able to pry off the mask that obscures the truth? Or will their inevitable descent into death and madness be too quick, leaving the true story untold? Join us as we begin Enemy Within. Okay, we are going. Alright, well, uh, two weeks ago, um, what happened was, first of all, Zed and Triax uh, were leaving the temple, and uh, Triax found that a note had been stuffed into his coat while he had been busy praying, and uh, Zed read it to him, and it asked them to return that evening to see the... Right, uh, so, someone, so he's just sitting there praying, and someone is like, sneak up next to him and just like, stuff a note into someone, it. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, well, unless there's some other way the note ended up in his pocket. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's what happened, and... Um, Asked them to return in the evening to to see the priest, um, and uh, during the, during the day, uh, you guys enjoyed uh, the it was the second day of the fair, um, and saw various sights. Avoid avoided the fortune tellers, and uh, uh, Triax found a wrestling competition that seemed uh, a good way to blow off some steam, and. Uh, uh, with a with a well timed strike to stun, he was able to pull off quite an upset victory over their champion, and uh, was was well rewarded as well as the rest of you who were all betting on him for reasons I'm not sure. But <laughs> um, let's see. Um, you guys also visited the joust and placed various bets. I think Triax is the only one who actually. Uh, made any money off of those bets? Um, the rest of shilling you new shilling. <laughs> the rest of you didn't do so well. <laughs> was this the shilling? You weren't, yeah. a, you weren't a, a, high, a, high, a high roller. I bet a shilling and I won a shilling. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any of us were particularly high rollers. Yeah, like I guess shillings. Um, and then you found a, a dwarf named Guni in these stocks, and you uh, uh, paid for his release, and he was. Apparently, sort of the carnival's drunk. He was just—he uh, led you guys off to a beer tent, and uh, you guys bought him a beer, and he seemed very happy about that. But he was sort of a sort of a slobbering drunk, and uh, eventually you guys abandoned him there. But he seemed very happy to to stay. Um, and um, in the evening, you guys met with this uh, cleric of Sigmar, who seemed uh, 
seemed a little deranged once you actually met him in person and, and spoke with him for a while, but uh, he spoke of various threats that were in the Empire, and um, I won't go over each of them, but the but one of them was uh, that he believed Bogenhofen was in immediate danger, and uh, he thought that that uh, crazy sideshow had something to do with it, uh, or was going to have something to do with it. He seemed to have these visions of the future, and he was seeing death and blood whenever he closed his eyes. Um, so the uh, so the next day, um, let's see. I hope I get the, t- the timeline right on that. But anyway, um, you you guys uh, found the uh, the show to be pretty cool. They had uh, um, various uh, you know kind of strange things like contortionists and. Uh, they had this hairless ox with a long snout uh, that was very enthralling, and it kind of lumbered about. Um, and they had the three-legged goblin. And the three-legged goblin was able to escape into the town sewer system through a broken, uh, through a broken air vent. And uh, you guys were asked to go sort the goblin out. And um, let's see, so you guys... Eventually got a ladder down at the uh, at the uh, watches barracks, and Nigel had some inquiries about what exactly the layout of the sewers were like. And you guys borrowed a bit of equipment from the watch, uh, such as a net and I think a couple of torches. Um, and with that, you descended into the sewers. And I, I believe at that point the recording uh, stopped. So. But that was only half of the session. The other half of the session was in the sewers. And uh, sewers were a dank, filthy, rotten place full of uh, rats and you know the normal sludge that you might expect down there. And um, you guys were able to, uh, with the sort of direction that Nigel had figured out, you guys were able to trace the sewers back to where you thought the goblin had entered. And... Lo and behold, it seemed like the goblin was leaving a trail of blood that you were able to follow. Um, And this led uh, up and down various passages. Um, One of those passages exploded as you guys uh, showed up in a kind of a fireball. Uh, You guys turned a corner, and I I believe... Do we still have that map on here? Mm -hmm. Uh, here. No, the, uh, the map of the sewers themselves. I don't uh, know that. You drew that on the tiles, and the tiles got cleaned up. Okay. Well, you guys may want to look at them again. Um, I can kind of sketch for you on the back of that paper if, uh, if, it, if you just want a quick version of the places you went. Um, so then you, you found a ladder, and, and uh, Zed investigated what was at the top of the ladder, but that seemed to lead away from the area where you guys were headed, and also it was infested with rats up there. So you guys came back down, and there was also this this huge ooze creature that uh, seemed kind of aggressive, and it uh, tracked you guys a little bit and um, pulled itself out of the sludge, and uh, a battle ensued as, uh, um, as this thing had these tentacles and was trying to pull you guys inside of it and suck the life and blood right through your skin. 
Um, and it managed to envelop uh, Triax and Zed, I believe, um, but just for a round before it was slain, as you guys just walloped on it uh, during that time, and eventually it burst into a, a just a splattering of ooze and gore, and it kind of just oozed out onto the sidewalk there. Uh, encased in it were various corpses and things of rats, like small dogs and things like that, that apparently had captured, but there was no goblin. And so you guys continued on, and you passed a door that Zed saw a, uh, uh, what he remarked as a secret sign of the thieves were on that door. Um, I don't believe you tried the door. You went past it, turned a corner, and there was another door. Um, and uh, Zed was able to find the a footprint of the goblin facing the door, which made you guys uh, pretty sure that it had gone in there. And it had sort of a window in the door. The window uh, had bars on it, but not real close together, perhaps wide enough that a goblin could fit through. And it had a wooden... Uh, closure that could close over those grates, but the uh, um, but the wooden kind of door on the window was somewhat ajar, and you, you guys were able to push it open and see into the room, uh, and it had all sorts of interesting features. But uh, uh, at that point, Zed was able to pick the lock on the door. It was locked, and um, you guys open the door, and we'll just kind of start with you guys opening the door again. We'll just rewind a slight bit just to kind of gain our bearing. So you guys open the door. Does that mean I get to remake those skill checks that I failed? Did you make? Did you fail some skill checks? I don't yes, recall that. I did. <laughs> well, well, I didn't put down failed skill check results. <laughs> um, what did what did you check? I mean, I I, why don't you remind me? Why don't you remind me what it was? And you weren't there enough. Uh. I don't think like you did any searching while you were... Academic knowledge magic checks. We definitely something. went into the room. Yeah, you kind of entered the room. You wanted to see if, if uh, your book on demonology uh, uh, had anything uh, said anything about uh, that room. And I think you failed a skill check on that. Um, well, I failed a skill check on the knowledge roll. On the knowledge roll, right. But then you looked and That's right. So you first you just tried to make a knowledge roll. Now right. I'm remembering. You failed that, but then you spent some time looking through the book... And while you weren't able to find anything totally definitive, you did find that five points was uh, an important part of uh, certain aspects of demonology. And there were five candle holders in the room. So let me re-describe the room since it never made it onto the recording. Um, the room is fairly large. Um, and in the center of it are three large metallic rings that are on the floor. And they take up, oh, most of the room, I would say, or a good chunk of the room is uh, taken up by this. And they're um, at equally spaced around the outer ring are five candle holders. There are no candles on the holders, but they're clearly uh, candle holders there. Uh, inscribed in the center is a symbol, and it looks kind of like an animal's head with, with some horns on it. Um, and then in the far corner is a small pile of bones, and in the back of the room is a 
large door as well as a large locked chest. There's a big chest with a padlock on it in the back, made of banded wood. Um, and, um, yeah, that's that's what you can see from the door. Um, as you approach the door, so then Nigel noticed a couple of things. First of all, the sort of ethereal power is very strong in this room. One of the strongest uh, feelings that you've had, Nigel, is definitely coming from this room. And all of a sudden, in your head, you hear a shriek. It's just deafeningly loud. But you realize that it's not out there. It's not reverberating off the walls. It must have just been a shriek in your head. And no one else seems to react. As you hear, this is just a cry of agony as you kind of look into the room. But no one else notices that. That's a, that's a Nigel-only experience. Uh, Alright, I clutched my head and like dropped to one knee. <laughs> okay. With like, an agonized expression on my face. Alright, Nigel seems to be particularly... This room's kind of disturbing, and, you know, he is a 17-year-old boy, so maybe that's not that strange. I haul, I haul him up his feet. He's like, get up, you wimp. <laughs> no, no time to fall apart now. Um... Just, it's just a dead body. Sure, the least, least bit interesting was in the chest. I didn't know you were so uh, afraid of, you know, some some old bones. But I guess you don't get out as much. <laughs> I kind of, I, I kind of like stare vacantly into space, and then I look to see what I say. So there's more down here than a dead body. There's something evil in that room. Uh. Do you want to wait outside while we check it out? <laughs> I kind of pull myself together and I say, "What? What? And let you have all the fun? I, I don't think so." All right, then let's go. I enter the room. Okay, uh, you enter the room. It's a very creepy room. It. Uh, the stone floor, stone walls. As you enter in, that you notice the door at the back is... It's a stone wall, but the door is made of solid metal. Um, uh, I'll go up to the body. Okay. Um, is anyone else coming in the room? Yeah, uh, the room. yeah I follow you. Um, Alright, to so what order are you guys going in the room? You're first? No, Zed is first. <laughs> 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 uh, Unfortunately, Zed is not with us today. I'll go second. Well, can we Zed? Nobody, can, can nobody pick, pick the lock? Yeah, can Zed the lock? He was though. He was going to do that. <laughs> um, last when we were there. Um. Well, when when people aren't here, I I try to have them take no action, but I I'm not completely against playing them myself. A little bit. Like, as long as I don't endanger them, I will occasionally play them. Like pick locks that are you know. <laughs> uh, yes, he can he can he can pick that lock. Uh, when, if you're yeah, if you're not here, session, that means like we can't. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he just picked the lock. It would be kind of weird. He picks the lock to the door to let you in, and then he can't pick the lock to the chest right on the other side. Name locks right out of the stairs. <laughs> I just remembered an appointment I had. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> yeah, here's the door. I saw this side of the door. It said party time. I'm going to head over and see what that's about. Um, 
Okay, so wh- where are you headed first? Towards the bone, towards the chest? Zeb's headed towards the chest. I'll check it. Check it. Um, he's going to he's gonna stay by the by the entrance and just observe things while you guys enter the room. Being okay. the scaredy cat that we all know Zed is. Okay, I'll check out the body and see what, try to kill, see what killed it. Okay. Is anyone else doing anything while that's happening? Yeah, I'll... Are there candles lit? There's no candles. There's just candle holders. Oh, okay. You know you know what I'm talking about? It's like a candle stick. It comes up out of the ground, and it's flat on top, and it has a little bit of ornamentation on it. Is it covered in melted candle wax? Um, Is it fixed to the ground? You see... you. Uh, no, they're they're heavy, but they're made of solid metal, and there is candle wax on them. If you as you come up to them, and the rings on the floor are metal. They're made of metal, yes. And you have, uh, being a dwarf, you immediately re- recognize them as being made of solid copper. Whoa, that's probably worth something. The, can- the candle holders? No, no the rings, rings on the floor. Okay, as you guys start to inspect the room, um, at the center where that symbol is inscribed on the floor. Uh, a cloud of smoke starts to swirl. Um, what did we do? Keep your eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to draw where, where you guys, where I believe you guys are. So, Triax, you are like, looking at a candle. Which no. one, Who was headed towards the bones? Me. Alright, you made it to here. Um, where were you headed? Um, I'll go check out the bones as well. Right. So being a dealer, you can help me identify how he died. Uh, you can try to heal him. And where where were you going no, when you entered the room? Man can, uh, um, can, he can uh, resurrect the dead. No, you do an autopsy. Oh, okay. Forensics. Some back and resurrect the dead. I'm probably hanging yeah. out like by the door, kind of uh, okay. willing to stay, stray too far into this room. You do blood spattering office. Okay. I'm not, I'm not unwilling to let be left out, but right. also kind of. Still recovering from the right dramatic that is. psychic experience. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so so a swirl of smoke starts to come, and it's hard to see smoke because the room is so dark to begin with. I mean, all you have is, uh, is I think one of you has a lantern, and when you have a lamp as well. I brought a couple of, I asked for a couple of torches. Before right, but I think you just had your lamp lit at this point. Uh... I would be using torches over the lamp oh. in this situation. Oh, sure. Okay, so you have a torch that's light. Why I, that's why I asked for them. Do you have yeah. a light source? I have a torch light. I'll take a torch. Uh, well, how many did I get? I do not have I don't, a torch. I think they gave me one. Um, so I have one torch. <laughs> well, we must have two light sources. Uh, I think one of you had a lantern. Zed might have had a lantern. All right, Zed has a lantern. Okay, so that's all, that's all that's illuminating. Zed, Zed gave it to him so we can right, examine sorry. the body. All right, so you got it. You have, you have his lantern. That's fine. Um, so a a, a swirl of smoke uh, starts to come up from the center, and it's sort of like puffing a bit, and it starts to coalesce. But it's very hard to see exactly what it is because you know smoke is being dark and the room being dark and um, the whole place is sort of casting shadows all over the. Um, but you see this, and it coalesces into the form of kind of a large dog with uh, kind of a, with the hulking form of a kind of a big meaty dog, maybe part wolf, part dog, and uh, and it as it takes shape, it uh, it kind of has it starts to gain some some kind of light coming from it, and you notice that 
when it opens its mouth, that there's flames inside of its mouth, and it's uh, it's slathering a bit, and it and a, and a loud growl starts to emanate from the center of the room, um, and it's pretty it's it it it's just this huge, you know, hulking uh, image of a dog that's there, or, may, or maybe a wolf, and you guys can all make fear tests. I'm sure it's gonna <laughs> well, first you have to make a fear test. Is that willpower? It's, it's against willpower, yes. Uh, I get frightened every time. <laughs> Ninety-six. All right, I make it. <laughs> yeah, Okay, everybody failed. No one's using uh, fortune points on this roll. Oh, yeah, fortune points. Hmm. Yes. I can't find it. I can't believe everybody failed. Well, that doesn't help. Dark one is tens. I only failed by four. Wait, fear test. I succeed. Or yeah, like special. No, I have, I have stout-hearted. Plus I think that is from being a dwarf. Yes. I think oh. all dwarfs get stout-hearted. Oh, sweet! Okay, so you you are you are fine. Um, all right, I, I, I'm sure its initiative's higher than yours. I'm sure it is. <laughs> all right, it um, it kind of glances around the room quickly and lets out just a deafening growl, um, the likes you've never heard before, and it just echoes off the room, um, and it it looks towards uh, where uh, Brutus and Manny are standing, and Nice doggy. <laughs> and uh, it opens its mouth, and you can see just flames and fire in in its mouth. It's so it's it's uh, it's extremely terrifying. And a stream of black smoke comes towards both of you, and just kind of envelops this area. Fighting Sephiroth now. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, uh, you guys can make a toughness test. Hey, might as well be. Or fail. Um, your fire. degree of success or failure is going to matter. Oh sweet, that's not good for Jack Chan. Three, three degrees of failure. Three degrees of failure. Uh, what about you? Uh, toughness, you say? It's against toughness, yeah. Alright, six degrees. Six of degrees toughness. of failure. Well, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> 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 oh, three! Nice! <laughs> I thought you were going to roll 100 and have like seven degrees of failure or something. Um, okay. Well, there was nothing worse than having three de- three or more degrees of failure. Oh, yeah, I didn't have anything up to six. <laughs> I, I, I failed in the worst possible fashion. Okay, that's not acceptable. Alright, I failed by work. Even more. Fortune's <laughs> uh, smart. You have more three fortune points, too. Um, but I can't use them. Okay, so you succeeded your, your... Okay, as you... So as you take your first breath, just the air is on fire around you, and it just burns your esophagus and your lungs. Um, so failing, uh, so you failed with three degrees of failure, and you succeeded. Okay. So you you cough a little bit, Manny, but you're okay. Um, failing with three degrees of success, you take D3 wounds. No toughness or armor. You take two wounds. Um... You lose a half action, and you lose 10% from your characteristics for the next three rounds. Okay. 
not bad for a breath weapon. Um, the spell does much worse than that. <laughs> okay, so uh, Triax, you're you're free to act. <laughs> a creature of chaos has appeared before you. If you run Try away, as well if, you run away if you run away, I will lose all respect for you as a dwarf. I, I didn't have very much anyway, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm slightly concerned about the break in the circle, but not that concerned. I'll charge. <laughs> Alright, no, nothing in addition happens when you enter the circle. Swing in the axe. Ah, a hit! It doesn't dodge you. A hit in the head! Mm, you reach over its body and smite it in the head. For nine. For nine. I'm back again. And all back again. That's a hit! This time we got Left leg. the body. Body one? Yeah, you gotta get over 80 to get into the legs. For 10. For 10. Okay, make a. Uh, I love the five strength. Really wouldn't be an intelligence. Make a test against your weapon skill characteristic. Success. Success. Okay. You you think just based on your your knowledge of how you know fighting and weapons work that. Uh, this probably should have done more damage than it actually did to it. Like, it looks like this hurt it, and hurt it, you know, in a significant way, but it seems like you should have done better. Okay. You know? It, it's, it's almost like it's the creature's there, and it's not there at the same time. Alright. Um, next up. We have Brutus at the top of the list now. Because uh, that's not here. What can I do? I'm frightened. And you can try to overcome your fear. That's all I can do. That's all you can do. Or you can but take frozen and minus ten. You have minus ten because you're awesome. the. You're, you're also afraid of the coughing and <laughs> apparently. No, it's coughing is making me panic. Even more. yeah, it's, it's uh, sure. Um. Okay. Manny. Uh. Not yet. Uh, it's going after. Oh, oh. It's going next. Um. That's okay. It's probably got a dwarf. That is taking its ass. Yeah, it it turns it turns on the dwarf and tries to bite you. Uh, that's a hit. If you would like to dodge. Twenty-one. Oh! You dodged it. I did. All right. Well, you are on fire tonight. The dwarf nimbly steps aside. Three consecutive rolls under 20. Four consecutive rolls. Four consecutive rolls under 20. A weapon skill test. All right. Then it kind of rears up on its hind legs, and it kind of goes after you with its claws. Fight claw claw. It hits again. Tail. You can't dodge that. Um, Wing wing. For six. Um, where is the location? Uh, 21. What's that? The uh, That's an arm. That's an arm. Uh, okay. That's your, that's, your left, that's your left arm. <laughs> your left arm. Even more armored. That is my shield arm. Yeah. Actually, six would have done damage to your right arm. It would have. That is not my shield arm. All right. Well, well it, was part of your body. it didn't roll well. <laughs> wow. Gee, armor, nice. Isn't your minimum damage like seven? 
No, five, five to his head. It looks like. No, yeah, no, five, five, six. No, what if, no, if you're, you're like if you attack something, what's your minimum damage? You roll one. Yes, my minimum damage. Uh, mine is only settle up the six. What is it? Five oh, strike and strike mighty blow. I have four and strike mighty blow. You have five and strike mighty blow. No, my strength is four and strike mighty blow, and the weapon's plus one, so we should both be plus six. Yeah, one plus five, six is mine. Okay. Okay. Next is Manny. Alright, I'm trying to work on my cube. Alright. You, you do. Wow. Uh, do I get my entire turn? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'll follow the crossbow and shoot him. Alright, you, if you miss by, uh, so it's minus 20 because it's in melee combat with somebody, and if you miss by 10 or less, you'll hit somebody else at random, which in this case could only be triangles. I will aim and then shoot. Alright. Oh, you're not hitting any... 90 something? <laughs> Alright. Uh, uh, is this not in the fumble range? 95? No. No, crossbow no. is 100. 100. There's a short bow, but... Oh, you have to, that's your short bow? Short bow is 100? Yeah. So, I wonder right. why net is so high on the fumble. I would think a net would be really easy to fumble. You just, like, net yourself. What's your? What's your, What's your? the net on? Only 99. Oh. Oh, I thought it would be, like, something like a flail. You know, kind of unwieldy. I would think so, too, actually. Well, Nets are really hard to Maybe use. I should update that. I didn't put a lot of thought into it. Um, alright, after Manny is Nigel. I have to overcome fear, and I succeed on the nose. Ooh, 49, <laughs> you have a good willpower. I do. I <laughs> <laughs> um, really want to cast magic spells in here. Why not? Don't you get all a right. bonus? Mm, yeah, you're rolling, uh, when, when, when you yeah, channel, yeah. it just comes stronger, and you roll double the dice. Double the dice? Yeah, yeah you can probably cast a spell. It'd be pretty funny if I actually had two dice. I'd be rolling four. Well, you don't have to. You could, you, if you had two, you could roll one, and then you'd roll two. Sure. But if there are some true. spells that you couldn't cast, you could probably cast them here. Uh, there aren't, though, since I can only cast petty magic spells. Uh, that's a shame. Uh, Just remember to come back here. <laughs> yeah, come back <laughs> here after your journey. Just to test, test things out. Exactly. <laughs> Perhaps perform a ritual. Uh, in my studies, have I do I think that um, casting a magic spell would have uh, a positive effect on a demon? Um, make a knowledge demonology test. Uh, no, I fail. You need to study that book a bit better. Yeah, I um, I've only made two tests in the seventies, full time. Yeah, well, so uh, that would not have helped. hundred sides to the dice. Alright, I will channel and cast. I fail my channeling roll. Wow. So you fail miserably? No. No, oh. that's a critical, right? Uh, yes. Oh, oh. doubles. Oh, you rolled doubles. Wow. Oh, doubles it's the bad. first doubles of the game. Well, the spell gets cast anyway. Is yeah. that like a fumble for you? It's a critical! It's two of the highest number that you can roll on the casting. No, I don't critical unless I roll maximum on my damage dice. Oh. Which I did not. Uh, it takes six to. Uh, oh, that's right. Rolling double zeros means he can cast like something insane. He could cast something double. very difficult if he wanted to. If he was trying for something very hard to cast, he, he would have got it. Yeah. The body. Six to the body. Six to the body. Okay. That's not the uber damage you were doing uh, <laughs> in the forest. 
Um, when I was rolling nines and tens? No, okay. it's not. As you, as you hit it to the body, kind of creates a little hole, and a tentacle starts to grow out of that hole. A very <laughs> odd sight. Way to make it even somewhat, somewhat disturbing. <laughs> it's not like a tentacle, like like a big one that's going to hit Does you. It look like, it's, like, it's like a little tentacle starts to grow out of it. Does it look like it took damage? I mean, um, it, 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 yeah, it kind of rocked. The, the blow rocked it a bit. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so you have the Zeech's Curse charge? Yes, I do. Go, right. go ahead and... So we have our first Zeech's Curse 26. in the game. 26. Yeah, rolling low is definitely good on this table. 26. Is that like a fumble for you? No. No, it's not like a fumble. An odd occurrence happens. Uh, they can be like bad a, if like you roll high. Yeah, so. the, bo- the higher I roll, the worse they are. If I roll really high, like really bad things can happen. Um, every hair on your body falls out. You are now completely bald as the hair just starts to fall off of your off of your head. Your eyebrows are just completely Random. gone. Um, That's right. probably beneficial, like all your ass hair and back hair. Is <laughs> it's like a Brazilian wax for no charge. Exactly. <laughs> all right. I have no Some hair people apparently. would pay money for that. Uh, yeah. Um... People you definitely have to write that down. Much more money for the opposite of that. Uh, X. To have um, hair all over their body? No, just to have hair, period. <laughs> you can get a toupee, I suppose. Do they have toupees in Warhammer? Um, sure. All right, we switch attack. Oh, I'm coming back down to Earth. That's a miss. That should hit. That's... It does hit. Yeah, there's a little weapon skill. Uh, that looks like an arm. Yes, that is an arm. The right. light, you four leg. To the four, four for leg. minimum damage of seven. For seven, okay. You rolled an 18 on your weapon skill? No, I rolled an eight. Maybe dwarves start with a three. Oh, gotcha. Okay, um, we're back at the top to Brutus. Alright, round two of me coughing. And you still feared. And I'm still feared. Nineteen. I'm not feared anymore. Alright, I will... Alright, so you're still at minus ten to I'll stuff. charge it. Quick draw my shield and sword and charge it. Uh, plus ten weapon skill. How could you have not had your sword and shield? I probably had I probably had them already. We just went into the room of evil. Alright, I miss. Okay. Manny, get back over here. Um, before Manny, it goes... Um, Will it continue after Triax, or... You're right up to it, too. It hasn't hit you yet, has it? It did. Yeah, oh, it, it, did. Me. it did, like, just a small bit. All right, it'll, it's going to choose a random one. You. All right, it's coming after Brutus this round. Um, it, uh... It's not cooperating. That's my D8. It kind of rare, rears up on its hind leg just a little bit, and... All of a sudden you notice that it has these small little wings that you didn't notice before. It does have wing attacks. It, 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 wing tentacle attacks. They, they, they don't look like they'd be big off. enough to allow it to fly, but it has wings now. It's just, it's a very bizarre occurrence here. What the fuck? And it attempts to bite you. Is it growing? Is we're fighting it? No, yes. it's the same size. It's mutating or something. Uh, it, it misses. It attacks again. And hits to the body. Zero five, I dodge. 
Alright, he dodged out of his way. Even with the penalty. Okay. Um, uh, Manny. Reload, shoot. Uh, nah, reload. Okay. What's charge? Is it half an action? Or? Oh, charge is a full. Okay, I'm gonna drop the purple, quick draw the dagger, and charge. Okay. You kind of charge in from behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stab it in the leg. Okay, this is um, five points of damage. Don't roll that d8. As, as, you, as, you, as you swipe at his <laughs> hind leg, it's like you thought you had it, but the dagger goes right through its leg, and in a puff of smoke, you've caught nothing. What? Mm-hmm. Um, Use this d8. Rolls much better. Right. Nigel. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> channel. Cast. I don't even know why you channel. You should be like parrying the dance or something. Because you're, you're really far away from it. it. Uh, I I successfully cast. Okay. It takes eight. To the body. All right. It it yips and smarts as a as a streak of energy hits it. Um, try it. Swift attack. That looks like a leg. No, it's a body. The body, much better. Wow. They're tearing into this thing. 14? Yep. Oh, man. Because this die is cursed. That die sucks, and I'm not working All right. anymore. Well, you, you, you swing, and you, as, you, as you cleave into it, you feel that you landed a solid blow, and you didn't just get some smoke or something. And, ah. All right. You leave a large rend on its side. Uh, tag again. Side. Zero four. Is that what works here? No, yes. yes, it is. Should be for an axe. axe. For an axe, definitely. Zero six. Yes, it is. So you're in uh, the max damage in a card. Oh, is so it really max damage? Even yep. here in the second range. Even here in the second yep. range. Yep, the first range. Max damage is a better and the card. Better effect on the card. So you got a new hit location. Whatever the card says. Take a card. I'm going five down. All right. Leg. Additional D three damage. No additional effect. Additional D3 damage, no additional effect. And instead of the body, it goes to the leg now. You just did like 30 points of damage. And then, so 15 total. 15 total. Oh, that's one damage? Yeah. Uh, That's nice, man. And it's actually not a critical hit. You crushed that guy. But, uh, wow. Good thing we rolled well on this guy, otherwise. (laughs) Yeah. Um,. Yeah, I mean, you, it, it, it rears in pain, and it, it starts to howl and, and uh, scream at the sky and at all of you. Um, next is Brutus. I'll switch to Tapis. 
was my last round of coughing. Uh, 17, I hit. Oh. In the body. Or... Crushing. No! No! 12, uh... 11 damage. No, it's 12. 12, 12 damage. 12 damage. Uh, that is a critical hit. 75. Nice, nice roll. What was the hit location? Sorry. Body. Slashing body. Okay. Um, you you cleave this huge gash into its side, and that sort of smoky stuff that's all around it just starts to pour out of there, and it it's just kind of filling the room. Uh, it's kind of hunched over. It's like it can't quite stand straight anymore. Uh, die, foul dog, demon, whatever you are. Come down! Zero eight. Nice. Body again. Uh, yeah, barely on the body. Uh, that's only seven, seven damage. Seven damage. It's probably still critical. Um, if it is, it's a really insignificant one. Yes, that actually is a critical hit. Roll well. 52. 52. To the, was it to the body again? Yeah. Mm. It doesn't seem to have any effect on it. Right, that, that, you can, that you can discern. Finish it off. Alright, oh, it's, it's go. It's go. It's, uh, it's, uh, looks up at the, it looks up at the ceiling and starts to howl. And uh, a black cloud of smoke just starts to emanate from it, just rushing out of its body. And everyone, or everyone who's adjacent to it, can make a toughness test. Let me know your degree of success or failure. Since I'm already coughing, do I get a bonus? <laughs> uh, Since I'm used to it, my lungs have yeah. up to it. Uh, no, you can have a penalty. How about minus ten for <laughs> that you already have? Uh, okay. I might make it. No, I didn't make it. Oh. I, I felt no like penalty. Two. One degree of failure. I failed by two. I guess I won't fortune point it. You failed by two, two. with two degrees of yes. failure. Okay. Just one degree of failure. No, oh, one degree of failure. Sorry. One degree. Almost two degrees of failure, but not quite. Okay. Sixty-two uh, is only one degree. Of failure. I have forty-four toughness. Okay. Uh, if you if you failed if you failed by zero or one degrees of failure, you just take six damage without any toughness or armor. Holy shit! You guys can roll. Your, you, you guys can roll your own. No, d six damage. Sorry, did I say? Six? Oh, you said yeah. six. No, I'm sorry. D six damage. You can roll your own because it's all different for each of you. Okay. I feel like two degrees. I take five. Uh, you additionally lose a half action. I'll be bandaging myself. <laughs> Alright. You'll be bandaging all of us. Alright, Manny, finish Manny, it off. It's uh, your, it's well, your I was going to like heavy strike it, but I lost half an action. So, um, I guess. I mean, my regular attack has uh, 38. So, uh, no, I No, you have not up to your weapon skill. Alright, I'm You weren't aiming? I didn't have to. Uh, you only have half action. action. No. Two degrees of failure. Nigel. Fail. Fail. Do you really Pass. need to make that? <laughs> no. No, not, not, really. not for that roll. <laughs> not for any roll. Ooh, that's probably going to kill it. Twelve. Twelve, that's not a critical hit. To the right 34. Arm. Right arm. To the right four leg. Okay. 
And the critical roll is a 33. 33. Uh, piercing. It's not in sudden death yet. The first one was just under sudden death. This one, it puts it into the sudden death area. Piercing. Oh, well, we still got two of those. Ones. I rolled a 75 on just under sudden death. And mm, you, you, you did one damage to it. With a... Wait, I did... I rolled a 6. I did 12 damage, right? No, here's your second hit. Like, you have to yeah, hit... Yeah. No, what, what, what he means well, that is that you have to hit him hard enough to have a critical that's nasty enough to put him into rolling on the sudden death chart. Oh, gotcha. And Jeff's critical almost did that. Oh. But didn't quite do it. The sudden death chart is easier to kill somebody than the regular trick chart. Okay, it, it, it stabs through its shoulder, and it can't seem to keep itself upright. It's on just three legs now, and... Uh, it um, it's just sort of hopping and it and it's it looks confused and dazed. Um, that won't stop that it from like by any chance the same now. critical result that I got on that Minotaur guy. <laughs> Probably <laughs> something like that. Because <laughs> it sounds that's what it sounds like. <laughs> well, I have to improvise because this thing isn't totally you know humanoid. Right. Um, uh, we're back at the top to uh, no, we're not. Sorry, try it down at the bottom. Uh, is there a bonus for attacking it? It does. It, it has, you have plus 20. Heavy strike. Maybe I should just aim and attack. You can't. You only have one act, half action. No, because no. I only failed by one. Oh, you only failed by one. Yeah. Yeah, I'll aim and attack. You did all out attack. What is all out attack? Plus 20. You, but you can't pair your dodge. Actually, this is a good time to all out attack. This I don't think it's totally a good time you. to all out attack. I don't think it's attacking you on its turn. It's either fireballing all of us, in which case all out attack is meaningless. It's like super aim, but you can't dodge or parry. So if you all attack your... Oh, aim's only plus 10. Yeah, yeah, we definitely all out attack. So all attack, we get a total of plus 40. So it'd be really hard for you to miss. Ha! <laughs> I hit it by two. <laughs> <laughs> no nice! Attack <laughs> all out attack. Well, well timed. <laughs> oh, you rolled an 86 and hit. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, body. For 11. Okay, uh, critical hit. This is on the second death side, yeah. so... 45. Hmm. Probably. Uh, what was the hit location? Body. Here's the body. Okay. Uh, yeah, you you slash another gash similar to the one that you opened up in the first... Uh, in your first attack that critical did. And it just kind of opens a huge gash and it collapses to the floor in this kind of weird position. And then the... Uh, the smoke and dust that's emanating from it kind of swirls around and gets smaller and smaller until the, till the shape of it starts to twist and you can see kind of like different little tentacles and wings coming out of it here and there as it gets smaller and smaller and then it's just gone and at the bottom where it used to be is a little pile of dust. That's it? No one will believe us. No one will believe that we just fought the daemon from the netherworld. They'll believe it when we find the monster that summoned this creature to our world and dragged him to the surface in chains. For once, I like where you're going. (laughs) (laughs) Start patching myself up. Okay.
Can you patch me up? Uh, sure. Um, alright, we examine the chest. Um, okay, it's a large banded wood chest with, uh, with a, with a padlock about, oh, Six inches across that locks it shut. Let's see if he fails, he uses a fortune point. <laughs> um, no. Uh, let's see, this is. You rolled a 46. Is it agility base? I don't know. What else would it be? I guess it could be in. I think it's intelligence, actually. With a plus 20. No, it's uh, agility. A 46 is at most test. So then he doesn't get plus 20. Pick lock is an advanced oh. No, he's raised at 10, but it only gives him to 41. Alright, he fortune points it. Mm, no. Can we fortune point it for him? No. Uh, we can pick up the chest and take it with us. Well, if it's a padlock... Can we just hack off the lock? Yeah, if it's a padlock, we're hacking the lock off. Do you have, the, we have an a axe. particular instrument you wish to use? Yes, we have an axe. Yeah, the axle dog. Alright. Um, Can I use a grappling hook as a crowbar and like pry it? Wait, somebody has a crowbar. Who you, has a crowbar? You bought a crowbar. I did not buy a crowbar. Somebody came yeah, with somebody a crowbar. Yeah, somebody had it. I remember we talked about that crowbar yeah, at one point. Yeah, like, remember there was a I do, re- I do remember getting a crowbar. Who, 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 somebody must have it on their well, character sheet. Look on your character sheets, everybody, and see if you have a crowbar. I don't have a crowbar. I don't have a crowbar. But I remember there was talk about a crowbar. Yes, Zed has a crowbar. All right, Zed. He hands, he, he hands it to Triax. The tomb robber comes through again with the necessary. <laughs> <evidence>. <laughs> All right. The alternative lockpick. He hands it to Triax. <laughs> uh, let's go to work on this chest. All right. Uh, every minute you can make a strength test to see how long it takes you to bust this thing open. Can I aid him? Um, it's really a one-person job. Uh, the first minute I succeeded by three degrees. Oh, okay. You have no problem. You like get that crowbar in there. It's a perfect size for this lock. It's just just the right type of crowbar. It seems like that was just very prepared for bust this particular type of lock. And ah, you you bust the lock. Yeah, it probably open. recognizes the chest. Like, oh, that's the secure you treasure three thousand. <laughs> That was the latest in tomb defending technology in the 1500s. <laughs> oh. All right. All right. Um, all sorts of interesting things in this chest. The first thing that you notice is a pitch black skull that's that's in there. And it's just sort of sitting right in front. Underneath it is a silken handkerchief. Uh, it's kind of a reddish color, though everything looks slightly red in your torchlight, but it looks even more red than most things do. Um, and it's resting on this handkerchief. And around the uh, the temples and forehead is an iron band. Does it radiate chaotic energy? Uh, kind of everything around here does, so it's hard to, to pick things out. Um, I would say it doesn't radiate more chaotic energy than the rest of the room. You know, magic sense is a skill. You want to roll on it? <laughs> um, I'm just finding it odd that you've never made me roll on it. Oh, I don't. I don't think. Well, the way it was described uh, in the in the book, I thought that it was just something that you see. 
It's pretty much just like perception, mm -hmm. but for alternate, al but for an alternative reality. Okay. Um, I don't know. So if there's a situation where you sure. make me make a perception test, I see. Okay. That would apply to that kind of thing. Then um, you should make me make a magic sense test. Instead. All right. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. I succeed with. Um, Three degrees of success. Okay, it is ever so slightly more chaotic than the rest of the room. Okay. Um, the there's skull the, or the or the diadem. The uh, the what? The crown. Oh, um, this the just the whole thing. Okay. Uh, is about the same. Okay, there are other things in this chest. Um, Where is the crown? I missed it. I only read the skull. I have band around the an skull. iron band around oh. it, which is probably a diadem, but. Oh well, I think. Um. There is also a knife in there, or a dagger. It's is it a knife or a dagger? It's a dagger. It's about oh two and a half feet long, and it has this like sinuous yeah, short sword. <laughs> uh, it has a sinuous uh, curved blade that waves back and forth. Um, what quality is it? It. It looks extremely well made, um, and it, but it, the odd thing about it is uh, it has crusted blood uh, covering the blade. Um, do you have a history skill? No. No? Okay, I guess I can't tell you. I, I'll, you can take an intelligence test. Not exactly my best stat, so... Okay. Uh, you don't recall seeing a blade like this before, um, but you, you immediately notice that it seems to... Uh, it seems to be magical in some way. You're you're convinced of it just immediately. Okay. Um, and lastly, you find a small vial in there with a liquid inside, and it has a has a small inscription of a skull uh, as a label on the vial. Other crossbones. No, it's just so a it's skull. I think it is poisonous. <laughs> well, then they'd have the crossbones. <laughs> no, that would indicate it's a pirate poison. <laughs> Just the skull makes it a ninja poison. There are some strange kind of words or runes inscribed on the hilt of the of the dagger. They're not in any language that... Uh, did you try to recognize? recognize? I recognize any of them for that book that Ernst was reading. That was awesome. Um, can make an intelligence test with minus twenty. Uh, minus twenty. I have to roll like a zero eight. So. Uh, I don't think that they're not. They're not what? I mean, you, they could be. You're not, but you can't just put your finger on it. You didn't uh, so get you didn't, you didn't, a dagger, you just a vial, a skull, and an iron band, and that's it? Well, the iron band's attached to the skull. Right, like, but that's it. it. And the handkerchief. And the handkerchief. Uh, the, uh, the handkerchief has a couple of letters inscribed on it in a, kind of a fancy script. It says F.S. F is in Frank and S is in Sam. And it also has a symbol on it. It's the same symbol that's in the center of the room. Man, it's, up a it's a demonic handkerchief. You should blow your nose. Does that match anyone we already know? 
FS? No. I don't think so. This is why it's handy to keep the NPC page up to date. He had a quick journey from uh, Nolm to uh, Bogenhoff and started summoning these dogs. Nope, that doesn't appear to match anyone. Is it a a magic loot doom? What's that? Is it a human skull? Yes. Uh, Average size. Okay, well, this chest is actually kind of boring. Why do you disagree, my friend? <laughs> well, boring is not the word I would choose. I'm, I'm sure you... But it doesn't really contain that much that is useful to us. We should continue on. I don't know. I, like, try picking up the dagger and, like, wield it, wave it around. Oh, it seems like it's got good it's, balance. It's very, it's very well, uh, very well crafted. Um, in fact, you'd probably say it's the best craftsmanship. Whoa. I mean, like, it's easier to hit stuff? What's the... How- how does best work? Yeah, where's the black finder? Yeah. I was actually looking quite early. I don't know. Where's the black finder? Oh. Well, that reminds me. I was reading through the black finder. That's right. so, yeah. I, I might be found worried. the page you printed out of the errata for the book. Oh, yes. Yeah, it turns out that they accidentally swapped the encumbrance values for the water skin with the keg. I'm totally doing that. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I'm not carrying any water. Got so how much is the water skin supposed to be? Forty. Forty. So how many bottles of wine is in a real water skin? Uh, eight. Eight. Well, that kind of actually starts to make some sense. Oh, can I have my ten cumbers back? <laughs> um, well, I guess it depends on how large a bottle of wine do you like. Uh, I don't so really want my that big of a bottle of wine. It's a normal size bottle really of wine is fine. Well, right. I'm gonna. Oh, five is a small bottle out. of wine. All right, I'll have a ten. Sacrifice sure. one damage for five weapon skill. I'll totally do that. What's that? Uh-huh. It's plus five weapon skill. Uh-huh. That's quality. Um, and minus two to its fumble range. Not that that really matters with the dagger. It's already zero zero yeah. in terms of the dagger. It's, yeah, encumbrance isn't really going to help. You really, um, really want By the way, skill. that dagger is not just best quality, you know. It's even better? It's, um, it has some <laughs> yeah. sort of magical enchantment on it. Oh, we'll try it out in combat and we'll see if anything good happens, you know. Or bad. But or bad. Bad to them, the opponent that gets stabbed by it. <laughs> Just be careful with it. Don't stab yourself. I won't stab Don't myself. Don't use it to shape. Um, so are you, are you writing down the dagger on your Yeah, stuff? sure. Uh, it also is different in that... Uh, is the dagger piercing or slashing? Anyway, this is defi- sla- definitely slashing. piercing. Okay. That's right, regular dagger. And I got piercing dagger... You can call this a Chris. K- yeah, K- you K-R-I-S. You don't, C-H-R-I-S. You don't try to slash with those weapons. They'll break. Um, I don't... Chris Is its Oryx Fury go up at all? I don't think we should... It's the same as the daggers. Until I have a chance to examine it more closely. 
So qualities, I just put... put if it's in part to the evil of Sarsar, yeah, put, put we back. can't just leave it here we'll for him to take, take it back. Yeah, I'll take a cloak and wrap up the skull in the iron band and pick it up and put it in my backpack. Under Chris, yeah. D8 plus 5, Pierce, yeah. fast, best quality. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes. Yeah. I think the Diablo 2 weapon. That's what it is. That's what a, that's a wavy blade, bladed dagger. <laughs> or I think it has other names too, but that's a name for that type of dagger. Uh, anyway, so I wrap up the skull in the iron band and put it in my backpack. Okay. Does somebody have the vial? Uh, well, times ten. I'll take it unless somebody else wants it. You can have it. How much does a regular Chris cost? The same as a regular dagger? I don't believe they're for sale. Yeah. Well, regular dagger. So best quality dagger is twenty gold. That's like a ritual. That's like a dagger that's used for ritual sacrifices. By the way, well, it's probably worth it. Not usually. Intended to be used in combat. Yeah, you should sell it. I'm gonna try. Oh, that's not something you should sell. You might need to sacrifice some somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if we think you guys are talking about different things, different uses on the deck? Uh, the best perception search guy in the party searches the chest for a false bottom or whatever. Uh, that's way. That's uh, said. Uh, I have search, although it's probably not as good as it's. But I will try, since I'm here and he's not. Search that is in I succeed with uh, three degrees of success? Well, unfortunately, there you don't find anything. Okay. Right. Oh. Just move on to the bones. And there's a handkerchief? Yeah. It's like a purple handkerchief? It's some sort of reddish color. It's hard to see in this light, and it has is FS it? and then the symbol. Well, I hold the torch above it. Mm-hmm. What color is it? Reddish. It's gonna look red. Well, is it torch. red? Is it pink? Is it maroon? Rick. <laughs> uh, maybe wine. Wine red. Okay. Well, that's that's good. Wine. So it's almost black. It's like blood red. Uh, well, now that. Well, it has like the QF or F. It says FS and it has the symbol on it. Yeah, Trix will definitely try to evaluate the the copper rings, the candlesticks. The copper rings have got to be worth something. You want to see what they're what they're worth? Yeah. Uh, The the, uh, candlesticks are made of iron. Um, You want to evaluate them? Go ahead and make an evaluate. I said to evaluate them. Uh, He's busy. Alright. The candlesticks are zero worth... 0.7. Oh, that was 0.7. I actually made it. Okay. You're uh, on fire. Um, they look like they'd be worth something. Um, you know, less than a crown each. Alright, I gather them up. They're, uh, they're quite heavy as they're made of solid iron. Iron the dwarf. Alright. Their encumbrance is 50 each. 50 each? Well, your sword is 50. I can still carry them all. Gotta love the dwarves. <laughs> Alright. I told you slightly less than horses. Slightly. <laughs> Bundle them up and stick them And the ground. copper rings. Uh, I estimate that they're worthless. Uh, you, you fail by a yes. large amount. Oh, I'll still give you a range. I mean, you're a dwarf. You have okay. some idea. You imagine they're worth quite a bit. Many, oh. many, many gold crowns. Wow. wow. Really? 
Alright, I gather them up and they, try to sling them across my shoulders. Uh, they, they, I mean, we're talking about a ring that's 20 feet wide. You know, 20 feet in diameter. You cannot hmm. simply uh, pick it up. Is it just um, lying on the ground? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like three a, of them. Mm-hmm. So How do they get it in here? Yeah, there's got to be a way to dismantle it. We'll have to, yeah, you yeah, can we we have pack to it up and a little to bring it in here. Mm-hmm. They couldn't right. have fit it through the door. You guys want to... Yeah, we we'll examine, examine them the very closely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you notice that each of them is actually broken into three pieces with a kind of a dovetail uh, configuration. Um, that uh, and, and no, they're not bolted to the floor or anything like that. So can we disassemble them and take them with us? Yeah, you can disassemble them. They're extremely heavy and just very unwieldy because they're each each section is about twelve feet, you know, in length. All right, well, we should finish exploring. Yeah, we, we'll, uh, we'll throw the candlesticks and the iron earrings in the corner for now. Yeah, we'll disassemble them. You're going to disassemble it? Okay. Pack it, takes you, it takes you quite a bit of time as they're heavy and awkward. Well, um, I don't know. We might want to finish exploring it now in case the guy is running away. We want to look at the goblin. Can the we see how he bones? died? Okay, so yes, the pile of bones... I think it's pretty it obvious how he died. ...has a... Uh, as I mentioned last time, but I guess uh, we kind of rewound a little bit. So it, it's, uh, there is blood all over the bones, and there's little bits of flesh that still cling to the bones. One of them uh, is the hip bone, which has three sockets to it, which is why you guys were you know, presuming it was the goblins. Um, and the bones are small. It's not uh, human size, for sure. Uh, scoop them up and throw them in the sack that the guy gave us. Yeah. Okay. This is our recent conjuration, so yeah, I guess if we just want to hurry, we could we try to open that door. Check out the metal door. Yeah, yeah we'll do that before we break down the copper ring. Okay, so you'll head over to the door. All right, the door is flush with the wall and is made of solid metal. It has no doorknob or keyhole or of any sort. I push real hard. It doesn't even budge at all. Open sesame. Is there a stone lock or keyhole? There's nothing, no. It's just a solid... I mean, maybe it's not even a door. It's a, it's a section of the wall. Um, it's clearly marked door on the map, so... <laughs> I don't think there's any question that it's actually a door. I mean... I just thought you guys would assume it was a door. Yeah, uh, that. <laughs> That's metagame right there. <laughs> Teach me to write door on the map, man. Last time I do that. Next time I'm yeah, next time I'm writing a map, there'll be all these vague boxes. We'll be asking you, "What's this?" <laughs> <laughs> I'll write one paragraph descriptions for every window and door of what it looks like, and you leave it open to interpretation. <laughs> I think you really would be spending way more time planning, preparing than you'd be playing. Yep. Uh, that's Monty Cook style right there. Well, um, my good dwarf, do you have any ideas for how we might break through a solid iron door or a stone wall? Um, give me, I don't know, some high quality pickaxes and about ten more dwarves in a couple days. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure, sure I could tunnel around it. Lost me at the Fendorf part. But <laughs> there's certainly no going through it. That's for sure. Uh, well, let's just forget about it and get out of here. I'm kind of tired of being this sewer. I don't know about the rest of you. Well, there was that other door. We went in there already. No, no we haven't. Um, oh, was it locked? I, I kind of doubt that it leads that's to the my other side, but it, if it's possible. That's That seems to me that's, that's a way to make enemies that we probably would rather not be making. I don't know. I mean, if there really is some sort of warlock on the loose in the sewers... Well, we should just let the city know, because maybe they already know about him and can give us more information. I'm pretty sure that anyone who's acting in the best interest of the city doesn't know about this. I agree with you, but we can hardly say that we've solved the problem until we can find whoever made this thing. <laughs> Quite the opposite, mate. This isn't really we've actually thing. discovered the problem, not solved it. I say we should just go up to, you know, let the authorities know about what this is. They can check it out. Maybe they have people that can open this door. How do we know who we can trust? By the time we do that, whoever did this will be long gone. That crazy old priest, man, I thought he was right bonkers, but he was certainly right about the sideshow being being a location for the troubles. And Said and I told you. We went and oh, saw. You told us about that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize you told us about that. Well. I don't know. I mean, I don't think the sideshow was actually evil, but it did lead us here. That's so what I'm saying. He and he, also, and he said that we didn't know who in the. Okay, actually. My photographic memory knows exactly what to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice, nice to have a handout with Ben two weeks on the last session, huh? Maybe there's like a secret door along the wall? Do you have anyone who can like look for that? No, see, you don't build a secret door, right next to an impassable real door. That kind of defeats the purpose of having the impassable real door. You build a secret door where it doesn't look like there's a door at all. Okay, yeah, that priest was just off his fucking nut. <laughs> I don't know what, what to make of him. <laughs> I think that while we have the chance, we should investigate that other door. It, Probably won't lead anywhere, but I think I agree. If we, if we tell the city guard, the trail will just be cold, freaking bureaucratic nonsense. It'll take them days before they even find a volunteer, and then it'll be some rookie who'll probably just get killed by a sewer monster. <laughs> and besides, whoever this is might have something worth taking. And if we that's correct, to, his life have, because you can't go summoning demons and get away with it. Oh, right, let me rephrase that: something worth selling. And if we tell the City Watch about it, they will get all of the treasure, and we'll never see any of it. It'll be like the stagecoaches all over again. Exactly. <laughs> so all we have to do is figure out how to open this door. 
Well, I don't think we can, but I, I was suggesting we go back and try the other door and see if... Well, maybe if maybe if we do need some caves, they can, they can give us a map of the sewers and we can figure out where that door goes. All right, I agree. Let's, let's try the other door. Okay. All right. So we take part the rings first? No, we'll come back for them. Okay. They're not going anywhere. Okay. So you guys uh, head around the corner to uh, the other door. All right. There it is. It's another door. Is it locked? Um, there is There is no handle or keyhole on the door. Is it push open? Is it openable? Give it a little shove. Yeah. Yeah, it's locked. It's made of wood. We knock on it. Yep. Yep. Um, there's no... Zed uses a secret thief sign knock. Uh, you guys are going to have to rely on your own. I call out, um, I say, if there's anybody behind that door, you better open it or we're going to break it down. In a very loud voice. Okay. Um, do you want to wait for five or ten minutes, or do you want yeah, to get right to it? Well, I want to like listen and see seconds. if there's a response. You don't hear it immediately. We'll give them maybe 30 seconds. <laughs> okay. There's no minutes. response within 30 seconds. Well, it looks like they're not coming after ten minutes. Okay. I, I, I say we give them a minute, and then we... Yeah. All right. Is there a response after another 30 seconds? Um, oh, we keep knocking. You continue to knock and holler? Yeah. For 30 more seconds. Um... You guys can make listen tests with uh, minus ten. All right, Mr. Kiki Ring, this one's all you. Did you totally make it by a lot. Uh, I, might have, I might have made it. I totally failed. I totally make it by a lot as well. I rolled a three. Conception uh, is hint. Yeah. Two degrees of success. Best possible. Twenty-eight. Like I can do. Okay, no, I failed. Oh wait, with one degree or with minus ten, only one degree of success. Minus <laughs> I made it by. Um, Did you get it more than one degree of success? Mm, yeah, four degrees. Four degrees? With minus ten? Yeah. With minus... He also has a Q here. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Sure, but you must have... What did you roll? Eighteen. Eighteen? Man. What is your Q here? I mean, like, fifty-something? Oh, and you have perception, right? Yeah. yeah you have perception and a Q hearing. Okay. It's like plus forty. Yeah. Okay, so, uh... Alright, I'll just give you the description since you have... Such ridiculous. Uh, yeah, clearly. Um, uh, you hear uh, the clomp clomp of boots on a stairwell, and you hear voices in muffled tones talking to one another, but you can't make out what they're saying. Uh, do I hear anything? Uh, you Rough hear you hear like a. Oh, okay. And that's about, it. And like that's about it. Closer or further? The steps. Uh, the distance to the door. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not right next to the door. Other than that, you can't tell. Okay. Uh, there's definitely... I, yeah, I definitely I heard something. Yeah, I think they're expecting us, but uh, well, I don't think they're going to open it. You heard door. something? All right, we keep knocking. They're going to open it eventually. Come on, mate. Come on and open this door. All right, you guys can well, knock on the door. We're not right. going to smash the door open when, when we know somebody's there. Okay. Yeah, let's just... Um, Three minutes of uh, you guys knocking and and shouting go by, and uh, 
you guys hear... Right, my threats to break down the door start to get more serious and include more profanities. Um, listen, you better fucking break this door down right now or fucking beating it open. <laughs> Alright. Uh, eventually, another another couple of minutes goes by and the uh, you hear a click from inside and the door swings open just, oh, half an inch. About goddamn time. Um, <clears throat> it's not open, I mean the jars. It's like, you know, the width of the door is greater than half an inch, right? So it just slid open a little bit. Okay, uh, do we see anything on the other side? I am holding a torch right in front of the door. It, it's not open, right? Maybe I'm not explaining this well. So the, the door oh. the door opens, but the, it opens only half an inch, and the width of the door is about maybe two or three inches. So it, you can't see past All right, it. I give it a good shove. Okay. Um... Uh, on the other side are uh, three men with loaded crossbows aimed at the door, and uh, two more on the sides. They're holding cudgels. Okay. Um, hey guys, how's it going? What the fuck is this? Comes a voice from inside. I say, it's about goddamn time you open the door. We've been standing here banging on it for the last five minutes. What the hell do you want, punk? <laughs> I say, um, um, we're trying to find out, um, what the hell is going on down around the corner. It, it looked like this door leads into that same, uh, that same area. He says, we got nothing to do with that. And the door slams shut and there's a click behind it. So what else was in the room when the door was open? Um, there was a round table. It looked kind of like a cellar, perhaps, with stairs leading down. There's a round table with uh, with chairs uh, around it, maybe four chairs. Um, against, the, against the wall was a bookcase uh, with various boxes and crates kind of stacked into the bookcase. Maybe it's not a bookcase, it's a bad description. Uh, a group of shelves are built into the wall. And uh, they have various crates and, and things. It's, it's kind of a haphazard and messy room. We're underneath the city, right? So that could be the cellar Wait, so the there's building. a bunch of crates and things in addition to that? Like shelf or whatever it was? So there's, there's, there's some shelving that's been built into the, one of the back walls, and there's crates and things piled on. It's kind of haphazard. Some of them are open with things falling out of them. It's hard to make out what they are. Objects of various sorts. Maybe some clothing. You can't really tell. Any other exits from that room? There's a stairway at the back of the room leading up. That's it? Mm-hmm. All right. I think this is a dead end. It looks like it. I agree. All right. Well, we can... If we can mark the spot, we could try to come at... We could try to find out what building is above that room that we were just in. Not this room, but... Room well, I, I know where we are, roughly. We are... If we know exactly what building is above it, maybe we can get to that room from above it. But we don't know if this door leads up in the building. What does this A mean? It's it's a key to another map. This this map of Bogenhofen is from the second edition of uh, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, and it's for a different adventure called... Ill met in Bogenhofen, which is completely unrelated to uh, what we're playing. Well, 
Well, right about here. I don't know the exact street, but it's right around this area. Is there some sacred button or something that opens the door? Uh, I suppose it's possible. Try to start searching the walls for the secret button. We go back to that room. Okay. Um, yeah. How yeah. long do you want to spend searching? We spend as much time as it takes to take part the. A uh, thorough room. search would probably take twenty minutes. All right. I mean, we okay. definitely spend that long. Well, how long? Well, does it he'll take be long gone. How long does it take to take? Yeah, but I don't know. Do you have any other ideas? It's gonna take us at least that to get out of the sewers anyway. Yeah. So. You know, actually, I want to. So, so you guys are heading back to the temple room. Okay. As you um. As you come back, you see... Let's see. Oh God, I wish I had that map of the sewers that I was drawing before. Um, a little ways past the uh, the uh, room with the rings in it, you see something floating in the, uh, in the sewage, kind of right in the center, and it catches your eye. You know, when you first came to the room, you were so focused on the goblin, maybe you, you missed it. But just about, oh, 15 yards down the uh, sewer from this door, you see something just obvious floating in there, but you can't make it out unless you get a little closer. I don't really want to make it out. Mm, might either. I'll go look. It just, it can't be related to this. I'll you never look. know. Uh, do you have a, uh, have a light with you? Uh, Unfortunately, uh, you, you have the light. Well, you have the magic, most of the time when you summon something like this, you require some sort of sacrifice. And I think we've found the, the sacrifice. Just a speculation, but it wouldn't surprise me. Still, the, the might tell us something. Karst, the irony is this back end three legged goblin's better off dead anyway. Okay. What is it? Oh, what is it? You're gonna head down there. Uh, well, uh, it is. It is a body. It's a body of a dwarf. Uh, <laughs> is it the same one from the beer don't, garden? Don't tell. Don't tell the dwarf. Uh, in fact, it is the same one from the beer garden. <laughs> How did I know? <laughs> it's floating face up. Is it the, the only issue yeah. Alex, you're, I'm, I'm sorry to say, I think your friend gave his life to bring that creature into the world. Yeah, let me borrow your grappling hook and try to like Hook the body. Oh wait, I never met that guy. That's one. Yeah, you can borrow the dwarf's grappling hook. I no. think you did. No, you you were there. You were. Oh, you all went to the drinking house. Yeah, you were asking. Guy. You were asking I for mead. Right. I probably saw him. Right, well, but I didn't go drinking with you. Yeah, use your grappling hook. Yeah, you're right. The body out. Yes, you can use my grappling hook to fish out the body. Okay, you fish out the body. Um, you see uh, that. The cause of death looks most likely a stab wound to the chest. Uh, there, there. You notice that there are some marks on its face, like something's been gnawing at it. But uh, that's probably not the cause of death. There's this gaping hole in the chest, right in the center. I study the dagger that I'm holding that has blood on it. Um, I want to make a quick examination of the body and see if anything's been drawn or tattooed onto it. Um... You're going to take off some clothes or just yes. the, the exposed skin? No, I'll take off some clothes. Especially in the right breast area. Ah. <laughs> you, uh, you, it, it looks pretty natural there. Um, nothing out of the ordinary. Um. So that thing that we just killed, is it like some sort of after effect? Was the original 
summon thing? Something picked this goblin clean to the bone. No, I think that this guy was sacrificed in order to open a conduit and allow this that creature into the world. And that um, it probably was confined within that room, and so when the goblin wandered by, it ate the goblin. And now we have hopefully banished it back whence it came. So you're saying it's appeared and ate the goblin and then disappeared again? But the bones were... No, out. I'm saying it was there ever since this guy was sacrificed. But the, the goblin bones were outside of the rings. Right, but I don't think the creature could have left that room. Hmm. I just don't know enough about these things. <laughs> <laughs> ah, poor Gunny! The injustice! <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure It got him in the end! I'm pretty sure he's better off now. <laughs> his life wasn't very... Shoot your mouth! Uh, That's my friend. <laughs> well, I'm sure you can drink to him later on tonight. Um, drink some water. But, uh... Uh... Fuck your keg <laughs> of water. Anyway, um, let's, uh, let's get a move on. The sewer is starting to give me a headache. Do we find the button that opens the door after, like, ten minutes? Ah, uh, so you spend the full twenty minutes searching? Yep. Alright, you can make a search test. Um, I'll give you plus ten. Okay. I'm, like, deconstructing the rings while they're searching. Okay. It takes about 20 minutes to deconstruct the rings. Oh, how convenient. God. I failed by one. I'll search this one. Oh, my search is terrible. Fortune point. Yeah, you guys got fortune point. Hey. Oh, my God, I failed by one, too. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, 20? That's good, but, you know, there's... Wait, we got like a plus ten. Oh, we got plus ten. Mm-hmm. Oh, in that case, I succeed by mm-hmm. nine points. Right, without any degrees of success. Uh, you are unable to locate any switches uh, or nothing. ways to open the door. Nope, nothing here. All right. All right. I guess it's time to start carrying copper. I guess so. <laughs> How much encumbrance is copper? Uh, those rings are very heavy and awkward. Being just drag them twelve feet long. Just drag them through the sewage. Yeah, if you want, if you wanted to carry it in the sort of traditional encumbrance way, I would say one hundred and eighty per section. Oh, you can carry all those, can't you? How many sections? Three. Three per ring. So well, there's a no, metal I... workers guild, a carpenters guild. The Jewelers Guild. Oh, I, I cannot carry 1,800 worth of encumbrance. <laughs> I'll drag some. I'll, I, can I'll drag a, I can drag a fair amount. We can probably take it to the Metal Workers Guild. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's right by where we are, too. I can drag one section at minus one with me. I can. It's not 180 encumbrance dragging it. I can drag a bunch of sections. If you want to drag it, you can drag one piece of it without any problem. I mean, I mean have, you can't move right We have some We've got ropes. tons of rope. We can so tie we, it together. Yeah, we, we make this harness that we can drag all the sections. <laughs> you make a harness out of the rope? Well, we, we tie the rope around the thing, and then we each grab a section of rope and just start dragging it. 
So you're going to tie the, all the pieces together, basically? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Into one long snake. Um, hmm. Into one... And, and a, not a snake, right? You're no, no, a bundle no. Into, into a bundle. Yeah. Into a bundle, and then the three of us each grab a rope that's tied to the bundle and drag the bundle to the sewer. Drag the bundle. Okay, what's the total encumbrance of... Like, what's the total weight of all that in, in Warhammer encumbrance? 180 times 3 times... Uh, the sections plus... How many, how, many, how many other? Three rings? The sections plus the candlesticks are almost... There's three rings, but... Or roughly 2,000. The smaller ones are, like... Much smaller than the outer one. Yeah, all right. Yeah, the outer one, I guess, would be, like... I guess it's, like, 200, 180, and 100. Well, I don't know what it's, how to scale this is, but that smaller circle is probably about one-tenth as big as the larger circle. Do you know yeah, can melt these into a I don't know. I don't want to, like, do math with pi... <laughs> You don't have to. All right. Just say we can carry it all. <laughs> I think carrying it all is going to be very difficult for you guys. Well, that's fine. It's very heavy. As long as it's possible. I'm trying to figure out if it's actually possible. Well, just say that it is. You don't have to do any of that. With the dwarf, anything is possible. Right. We have two guys with a 42, 46. So I have decent strength. I can definitely... Yeah, plus four strength. All right. Holy so crap! Even Manny's really strong. Yeah, we have three really strong guys. My strength is over 30. God, you are ridiculously strong. How and you're a surgeon? Not a guard. How strong are you? 39! Without any mods. Yeah, he rolled 39. Oh, wow. I think I'm at 40. I, I rolled 18 or something. Natural. You can lift it all. However, there's it's it's uh, you're it's pretty wide, and you have to stand abreast of it. There's no way to walk this huge bundle down the um, five foot wide sewers. Um, well, right. I'm saying if you want to get on each side, you can lift it. Um, you know, if you want to if you want to drag it. Um, you know, I, I guess yeah. You could you could stand like all four of you in front of it. Like, yeah. how much rope do you have? A ton. Man, you each have ten yards, and man, you have twenty yards. So forty yards. So forty times three, one hundred and twenty feet. Okay, you guys can, can you guys can manage it all. It's extremely slow going, and uh, it's just unbearably heavy. But as you drag it along the ground, the four of you can inch it along. It's like we're moving a cap. Okay. It's worth it. <laughs> it's absolutely worth it. And you have five just immensely heavy candlesticks that you're taking to. Yep. Alright. 200 encumbrance worth. Or no, 250 encumbrance worth of candlesticks. Well, that's like nothing. <laughs> 250 is nothing. Like, it's nothing. By the time we get back to the surface, it'll be night, and nobody will even notice us lifting this stuff out. Yeah, getting getting this getting this up the uh, ten feet out of the sewer is probably going to be the most difficult portion. Well, we'll just do a second. We can break. Yeah, we can break it up for that. Mm. All right. So, yeah, is there any problem getting out of the sewer? Uh well, are you? Um, are you going, We're going back are you going to, to retrace your steps, or how are um, you going to... Unless, uh, I don't know, do we think we've gone more, do I think we've gone more than I'm going to have guys? to really sketch up. You guys took a triangular path, as I recall. You guys kind of came like this. 
came like this. Can we see any exit signs? And then this went down. It's kind of like this. With like This was like this big channel. You guys went up, down, there was the door here and a door here. And then this continued on. Oh well, the, and this, the is, this, is, this is this is where the channel. this is where the body was. We should totally get Alexander to sell this stuff for us. We'll probably get a much the thing, Then we have to cut him in. That's fine. It's like cutting him in four ways with his five ways. Yeah, but he'll get like it'll he'll net us four times. I don't know. Four times and he'll cut down on the it's probably worth cutting him in and the fact that he'll sell it for more. Just so we don't have to go to like fucking Tizla to sell it. <laughs> like I just see him. Oh, I know what this place takes there. This great place that buys copper for a lot of money. <laughs> what if we take it to Tizla? <laughs> Way ahead of me. <laughs> yeah, you totally do that. Attacked by pirates and the copper will wind up at the bottom of the right. Alright, um, yeah, the thing to do is to go to the main channel and then work our way along that. It'll be a lot easier to drag this thing, and uh, we might come across an easier way out or another way out before we get back to where we started. Alright, let's do it. Okay, so you want to head in the direction that you found the dwarf's body then? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Well, no, that was this way. No, no, no. It was the way I, I drew the X with oh, the where, you, where you found the body. Yeah, we go back down to the main channel. Okay. It's a short jaunt, which it still takes excruciatingly long, and you make it to the main channel. The main channel has a wider uh, walkways on either side, and it, it becomes a bit easier as you can kind of heft it along and not drag it quite so much. Um, and there are... Uh, you can go in either direction, obviously. Uh, we go... Yeah, we go upstream. So that would be to my right? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. You uh, you guys heft that stuff along, and um, after you travel about 50 yards, um, uh, you see uh, some rungs that are built into the side of the wall. On uh, Was it on your side or on the opposite side? Low is your side. It's on your side. All right. All right. Um, Mr. Scale Chair Surface, I believe this is your cue. Right. Go up there and fi- find out if they makes it. If there's like a thousand rats, though, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to stay up there and see what they do. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, okay. Um, Are we on like the second level of the sewer or something? The sub-sewer? No, there's only one level of sewers. Oh, okay. Uh, you climb up, and there is a... Some sort of hatch above you. This isn't that hatch. Uh, he tries to push it out. Push it from beneath. Uh, it's quite heavy. Um, you know, you could. Do you want to? You don't can't use both hands, obviously. Um, crowbar. It looks like it, it. It looks like it. It can. It moves though. It's not locked or anything. All right. He'll try really hard to. To, just kind of, lift it just enough so you can start pushing it. Okay. Um, with one hand. I guess I'll leave the candlesticks behind for this. You're gonna put them back on the ground. Well, yeah. Well, how are you carrying those candlesticks? You like you have like a, a sack that you've put them in. Or yep. Okay. Uh, so you leave the sack back on the ground. We do. Um, 
You think it's it's pretty precarious just because of the amount of effort you need to do? It could be slippery. You could slip off. I'll catch you. You're the scale sheer surface master. I am. Slip. I'll try it anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, make a make a climb test. Um, is climb take, a skill? No, uh, scale sheer surface is the name of the skill. Sorry. Yeah, make a scale sheer surface test. Um, let me think yeah, about your bonus. Um, uh, I ha- fail. <laughs> you can have plus ten. Nice. Okay, I'll no, fortune point, point that. Yeah. I was just joking about catching you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I fail. I succeed by four degrees. Uh, okay. Are you guys keeping track of your fortune points? Uh, okay. I am. <laughs> okay. This is actually the first one I've spent yet. in a long time. Yeah. I that one. Okay, you're able to uh, to kind of push it up and then get it past the lip that, uh, and get it over a little bit. Which makes it much easier, and you can slide it over. All right. And then he'll he'll climb up through it. Peek your head up? Yeah. Okay. You are on a... uh, You are on a busy street. There are people... It's night out. um, Yeah, it is. It is. It's twilight, actually. It's not actually uh, pitch black. Um, There are people around, but there are not very... There's no one right next to you. Like, you can see some people going in and out of the building down that way. Maybe someone back there. Does he recognize the street? We have tramped mm. a fair bit of Bogenhofen while we've been here. Maybe we should, like... Yeah, I can, I can show you where you are on the map. Like midnight and there's nobody on the street. Being a little bit more discreet about it. I'd put you right... You put yourself near that letter well, E. Well, are we taking it to Alexander, or are we going to try and sell it ourselves? We, I say we, we take it to Alexander. You're near, that letter, you're near that letter E on there. It is not like... I say, I, with Triax, I think we should sell it ourselves and take what we can get for it. It'll be much less than its value, but it'll be all ours and we'll, we'll be done with it. And we it. don't want to haul this all the way back to the docks yeah. either. And, we'll, and, and most importantly, we'll be done with it. It's true. Like, do we want to take it out now, or do we want to come back on it? I think we should send somebody to wherever we're going to sell it, the Metal Workers Guild or whatever, and t- ask them and tell them about it and ask them where they want it and when they want it. And, and leave it, and leave somebody down there to watch over it while we do this. I don't think anyone's gonna take it. Wow! In the next like, well, Zed will just make sure that no one will take it. No, I think Zed volunteered. I'm the only one of us that actually has nice clothes. I can go back and change into my nice clothes and I go to the Metal Workers Guild. Do you think it's open right now? No, but for something like this. They'll open, probably. Oh, to say we have, like, 500 pounds of copper. Yeah. Sure, go for it. You guys want to stay here? Yeah, we'll we'll stay here. Alright. So I'll do that, I'll climb up. You're climbing up on your own and... Yeah. uh, And then you're changing into your nice clothes. Yes, I'm going back to the boat, changing into my nice clothes, and then going to the metal worker's field. Okay, so that'll probably take 40 minutes altogether. Okay. Um, you guys were just like hanging out in the sewers for 40 minutes? No, we're hanging out. We're hanging out at the top of the sewer grate. Like, uh, actually, I'm the bail on you guys. I'm going to go study. I'm going to learn how to read and write. You can borrow my lamp. I'll lend you my lamp if you want to sit down there next to the copper. Actually, I'm going to change out of my clothes. Oh. Well, so do we, but... Yeah, I am not leaving the sewer grate with the copper down there at the bottom. Okay, well, I'll come back for you. I'm going to go back, change some clothes on the boat. Alright, have fun there learning to read. I'll say, I'll say it for you. 
Okay, so you're climbing out yeah. and heading back towards the boat with, with Nigel, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are you two doing? We're staying, We're staying with the copper. Down in the sewer? No, at the top of the sewer. So you climb out of the manhole? Yes. And then you do you replace the manhole? You leave it open? Uh, we mostly replace it, but we don't... We don't close it flush with the ground. We just uh, like, like, crack, like we kind of leaning a little on the lip. Yeah. So somebody like comes and tries to drag yeah, a copper off. You'll hear them. We'll definitely hear them. Well, no. So we can easily, more easily, open it again when we want to get to it. I'm not worried about someone going into the sewer Dude, and dragging. There's off a fuse guild down there. It's two thousand encumbrance of copper. I know, and they had five guys when we opened the door. <laughs> I think we should actually. I'm not. There. I think one of you should stay down there, and you can leave the thing cracked open. You can take turns, but that way you can shout if somebody comes. Stay down there. Fine. All right. So you both are staying down, or yeah, we're both. But when I when it feels like the insanity points coming on, I go up for (laughs) twenty minutes of air. We're gonna leave the manhole. Um. Well, all of you sort of have a stench to your clothing now, but yours is going to be worse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I will wash that later. Okay, so you're hanging out at the bottom then. Right. Yep. Okay. Um, Alright, let's see if anybody notices that there is a manhole ajar and replaces it. <laughs> it's only very, very, very slightly ajar. Uh, as ajar as you could leave as slight as you could leave it, but someone walking like right up to it would There's not that much notice. traffic on the streets. There is not that much traffic. Um, I'm going to say there's a... That's an insanely good Samaritan, because I couldn't even I fathom... Seeing an ajar sewer grate and wanting yeah, to replace it and push it back in. That's Maybe like gross. a city employee would do it. Right. Yeah, no, it would require like a watchman or someone to be walking by. Um, I was going to say there's a 15% chance. Uh, nope, nobody replaces it. Alright. Uh, you return with your nice clothes. You are studying. Uh, yes. Actually, I, uh, I don't return. My, I go to the metalworkers guild. I put on my. I get a change of clothes, and then I take the lantern and my study materials, and I go back with them, and I'll study there. You're gonna climb back into the sewer. I'll stand on top. Of the At this point, I'm right. um, going to. Are you gonna? Are you? Are you gonna wait for the street to clear, or just kind of head on down? Uh, I, I'm not gonna wait. I just go back to it. All right. You can make a concealment test with plus thirty. I'm surreptitiously go down. Where is he going down? Going. I'm seeing if anybody notices that he's going back into the sewer. I don't know. Keep your guys company. Wait, so you're changing into your good clothing, and now you're going into the sewer. I don't, he doesn't have, have good clothing. I don't have good clothing. He has a second pair of bags. Right, okay. You're going to take your clean-smelling clothing, <laughs> put it on, and head into the sewer. Okay, got it. Uh... <laughs> Now that I'm standing on top of the mantle, I, I had a change of heart. <laughs> I'm going to study on top. Like, on the street, I'll just turn on my lamp. and He's just going to read in the middle of the street. All right. Yeah. Um, why don't you come with me? God damn it. After ten minutes, a watchman <laughs> comes up troubles. to you. And he says, uh, Hello, sir. We, we don't allow loitering this time of night. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I thought we didn't allow Okay, um, I'll just be going. Push the manhole. <laughs> 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 uh, oh yes, I'm, I was actually waiting for a friend, but I'm not sure if he's coming, so I'm gonna go to his place and check it out, and then I just make my exit. Uh, he he nods very well. 
Okay. Uh, do I know like, where... Oh, I noticed his manhole is over there. <laughs> <laughs> do I know where the metal workers go? I already rolled for it once, so I'm not that mean. Uh, I'll, I'll go there, I guess. You're going to go where? Kind of with the metal workers, too. He's going to follow me. Alright. You, 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 well, you guys don't know where the metal workers guild is. You can, I guess you can ask, around. ask around. Um, okay, it's going to be... It's kind of hard to find people this time of night. Um, There's lots of inns on the docks with sailors playing dice. That's true. You're, you you want to ask around on the on the docks? I'm down there, there anyway. Yeah, he does. Um, is he back at the boat this time of night? He is back at the boat. I ask him. Uh, you say, Alexander, um, would there happen to be some sort of metal workers association in the city of guilds? Hmm. I do not trade with uh, metal workers directly, usually, but uh, in a town like Bogenhafen, I would assume yes. Well, you don't know where it is. Uh, I have not. I have actually not been in the Bogenhafen in many years, and uh, when I come, I usually stay in dock area. All right. Well, all right. I'll ask some people. Okay. Uh, you can make gossip tests until you hit one. Just let me know how long it takes you. Uh, you need to be. <laughs> gossip? Gossip. I'll, I'll help you with that. I'll make gossip. Uh, Alright, I make the second one. Okay, it takes you about 20 minutes. Alright. Um, and you, you get directions. Uh, dusk has come and gone, and it is now officially night. Okay. Uh, you head over to the Metalworkers Guild. There's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a pretty nice building, and the, uh, oh, gosh, where would it be? It would be a little bit, it would probably be in somewhere in this area. Uh, it's 27. It's on the map. Oh, it's on the map. It's right there. Oh, okay, there you go. Um, it's definitely closed, like there's, it, there's some stairs that lead up to a double wooden door, and they're closed and locked. Um, is there like an office entrance or something? Like a side entrance or something? Yeah. Uh, you walk around the building, and, uh, um, there's a back door at the back of the building. Alright, I go up there and, uh, kind of see if there's any activity going on on the other side of the back door. Um, there's no windows by the back door. There's some windows... I just want hmm? Oh, you just want to listen? Um, okay, go ahead and make a test. Fail. Uh, yeah, you can't hear anything. Right, so I, knock, I knock on the door. It seems pretty quiet. Um... There's there's no response after five minutes. Uh, so I wonder what would happen if I were to try and break into this place. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you I get a response. <laughs> there can't be any alarm system. There's got to be like a night watchman or something. Uh, um. I don't know how you expect to break into this place. Well, how heavy does the door look? It's a solid wooden door. It's got it's got uh, strips of iron. That, the hinges are those kind of big triangular hinges that kind of reinforce the door somewhat. There's a pretty standard keyhole type of lock. Just how late is it? 
it's a little bit after after dusk. Um, you would judge something like eight thirty. Alright, I'm pretty close to the journey's end. I'm going to head back over there. Okay. The festival's still going on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's another day of the festival. Okay. Is the common room still full of merchants? Yes. Okay. Um, yes, it's a bustling place. They uh, recognize you, and as you... Uh, the the uh, servant at the door recognizes you and shows you in. You see a merchant that you talked with the day before. Alright, I want to kind of ask around and see if there's any merchants in this place that deal in, like, metal. Okay. Um, pretty likely. Uh, yeah, you find you find somebody. Uh, there's sort of a table of merchants, and uh, you start asking around if anyone deals in metal, and one of them says, "Yes, sir. Can I help you with something?" Uh, I yeah, I kind of want to pull them aside. I say, "Yes. Um, I have uh, something of a proposition for you. Is there some place where we can talk privately?" Of course. Uh, perhaps we could get our own table. And he uh, okay motions over to. to uh, um, to his friend to hand him his, his drink, and they you guys head over. All right, so I tell him, um, I have um, recently um, been uh, contracted, just so you understand the situation, um, some friends of mine and I were recently hired by the city guard to um, investigate some trouble that they had in the sewers. Ah, and okay. while we were um, on this investigation, we stumbled across a very large supply of very fine copper oh, interesting. that I'm quite certain nobody in the city guard knows about. Interesting. And, you know, being um, the... Uh, with What with, with the taxes and trades and tariffs and everything that are in the city and how difficult it is to do business here, I figured someone like yourself might be interested in acquiring a large supply of copper somewhat off the record. Ah, that's a very interesting... Proposition. Um, make a make a charm test. Give me your degree of success or something. I uh, point that. <laughs> I succeed with. Uh, <laughs> Go fortune points. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, this is gonna make a large difference. <laughs> that was. Um, a success with a degree of success. Ah. He seems uh, pretty amenable to your idea. He says, uh, well, uh, we would have to... Uh, well, I, I do have a uh, a couple of boats that uh, I, I tend to use for shipping. Perhaps we could ship it out of town and I could... Uh, how much copper are we talking about? I tell him. It's my best guess. It's okay. in um, it's long, long, fairly thin segments, mm-hmm. but there are quite a number of them, and altogether, it's probably uh, what, like three or four hundred pounds. Yeah, something in that neighborhood. Probably three or four hundred pounds. Oh, that is a, that is a good sum. Um, yes. Uh, now, uh, the problem here is that uh, uh, when my boats leave town, they will be inspected. It's they don't do the most rigorous inspection, but something like that is so odd that they would probably remember that, uh, uh, they would remember it, and, uh, they would know I hadn't paid taxes on it. 
Well, they ins- when do they in- when do they inspect your boats when they when we when we when we come in and when we leave when they cast off from yes. the docks. Mm-hmm. Um. Perhaps I could still purchase it from you. I would just have to pay taxes. It's not stolen or anything, is it? No, no. Like I said, it's um, well. Simply, we found it in the sewers, and we're quite certain that nobody's going to claim it, and that uh, uh, the city guard knows nothing about it. I see. Well, it seems to me the worst that would happen is I would have to pay taxes. Um. Very well. That's um. We uh. We don't have any place to store it, so um. Obviously, we would. That that sounds acceptable to us. Okay. Yes, we, I could load it onto one of my ships. Um, I would like to uh, inspect it for its quality. Uh, certainly. Um, I could take you there now, but um, perhaps it would be better if you could... Uh, do you have any employees? Sounds like you have a ship. Perhaps you could spare me a couple of crew to uh, help me take it to your boat, and you could inspect it there. Uh, it's as well... Um, you see... It it's an odd thing, but in Bogenhofen, you must employ the Stevedores Guild in order to do any sort of loading and unloading. It's, uh, it's uh, one of the many disadvantages of dealing in this town, but uh, they can be hired, and they can, they can uh, move it. Hmm. Well, we could move it ourselves. We have done it before, perhaps. Um, uh... Yes, well, I could uh, alert one of my ship's captains that it would be coming, and uh, I, could meet, I could inspect it in the morning. Very well. Um, we will uh, move it tonight. Just, um, yeah, why don't we do that? Okay. Well, uh, uh, very well. Um, he gives you directions to the boat. He gives you the boat's name and roughly where it is along the docks. All right. Uh, you go back to, I thank him, and I promise to come around tomorrow morning. Okay. Yes, I will, I will be, I will be near my, my ship's tomorrow morning. All right. And I say, very well, we will, uh, we will move it there tonight. Uh, excellent. He, uh, he slaps you on the back and he, uh, he orders you, uh, any drink you'd like. Uh, sure, mead. Ah, yes. A, uh, large glass of mead arrives shortly. Excellent. <laughs> I toast it. Says, it. Yes, <laughs> to a, to a, to a, to a deal a, well done. To a successful business deal, yes. Excellent. You are a young man and, uh, you are a little off, okay, <laughs> without the without any eyebrows, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I guess I'm wearing a hat or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you have a, you have like a cloak. You could pull over your head a little bit if you like. No, I I guess I don't. Do, I guess I just wear. I have a, If I don't have a hat, I have a shaved head until I can buy a hat. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I say yes. Well, um. You're an odd-looking chap. I will definitely remember you in the morning. Yes. Uh, well, you know. Uh, I had a little bit of an accident with a campfire. Uh, you understand. Uh, <laughs> a pretty serious accident. Yes, well... <laughs> yes, well, let, let's just say a dwarf was involved. And it's kind of a long story. But anyway... Uh, never go drinking with dwarves, is yeah. what I say. <laughs> you definitely have to watch yourself. Yes. All right. Uh, all right, after, they, after we conclude the business deal, I go back to the sewers, and I... I guess do I, I probably completely miss Manny, who is probably like banging on the door of the metal workers' guild. <laughs> I was wondering, I was the metal workers' guild. All right, so you, you head over to the metal workers' guild. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't find Nigel, so I started reading on the doorstep. Uh, about about fifteen minutes later, that same watcher <laughs> who was there earlier comes by and he says, I heard a report that there was someone banging on this door. It's true. 
still loiter at this time of night. <laughs> it's not that late yet, sir. Uh, says, if I catch you out one more time, I'm going to arrest you. That's it, I go back to the boat. <laughs> he escorts you back to the main to the main road. coming down the road from a distance. Okay. Okay. Eventually they uh, um, they amble up to you as you have the manhole open <laughs> and you're pulling sewer, pulling copper out of the sewer mm-hmm. and, uh, with uh, with rope and it's, it's two of them. Luckily it's not for that one. Um, and it's like, what is, what in, what in Sigmar's name is going on here? I say, well, you remember what, um, um, do you remember that, uh, goblin, have you heard about that goblin that got away from the, uh... Ah, yes, yes, the goblin, the three-legged goblin that's in the sewers. Yes, well, we were the group that was hired to investigate. Oh, very well, I, what is, what are these, uh, what are these polls? Spartan well, investigation server. Yes, we, um... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, while we were, while we were doing our investigation... Um, we stumbled across these, and we're bringing them back to the surface so that um, we can um, present them, if necessary, to explain what happened down below. These poles will explain what happened with a goblin. It's a complicated. It's complicated. Um, it says, uh, "Hmm." This is so bizarre. I really don't know how watch watchmen really I'm react. I'm not breaking any laws. Like, I have a semi-plausible explanation. Like, <laughs> are they hated up to care? <laughs> um, I'm not, like, trying to, not, like, being evasive or anything. Sure. Uh, you can make a charm test. I'll give you plus 20 with your semi-plausible story. <laughs> oh, Fortune point number two. Alright, I succeed... Even if it's cocked, both of them succeed. <laughs> I succeed with, uh... Two degrees. With two degrees? Um, That's the second time, by the way, that I've made a charm test, rolled a 99, fortune pointed it, and made it. <laughs> um, what did you do? Fortune point the merchant charm Yeah. Nice. I rolled a 99 on that one, too. Alright, um... They seem like they completely believe your story. In fact, they help you guys pull up what they call poles. They call they help you pull the poles up to the okay. surface, uh, uh, and they spend you know a few minutes with you, which makes it go a little faster. And uh, they say, "Carry on, then." And uh, they head off down the road. Awesome. Thank you. I say thank you very much for your help. Okay. 
Um, all right, after they leave, we carry it down we to the docks. We, we bundle it back. We should have convinced them to carry. help us carry it into the docks. <laughs> well, um, I don't want them to know what we did with it. That's why I was a little bit obscure with my explanation. Uh, okay. It's above your pay. So you, uh, <laughs> so you guys replaced the manhole, and now you have these, you know, three to four hundred pounds of copper poles. Right. We lash them together and just lift them. And tie them and take them down to the ship. Okay. Um... All right. You get some odd looks, but nobody accosts you as you uh, as you head down to the docks. As the four of you, the three of you, carry it. You okay. have to do some dragging with just three of you. That's fine. Uh, you arrive at the ship as described. Um, um, yeah. So there's a there's a couple of uh, there's a, just kind of keep, there's a couple people milling around outside the ship. Most of them are heading in for the night. They're kind of climbing on board. Um, all right, I kind of hail them. The guy said he was going to tell the captain that we were coming, right? Um, hmm. It doesn't really make sense. He wasn't going to leave the golden trout. He, he gave he you a note. Felt a messenger or something. He gave you a note. Oh, okay. That uh, that 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 these were to be loaded onto the ship and all right. has his name signed. I hail the ship then. Uh, okay. And ask for the captain and give him a note. All right. Uh, they kind of look around and say, uh, well, we better do this quickly before the Stevedores show up. Come on. All right. Help them. <laughs> <laughs> show up in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe show up in the wrong place. <laughs> Stevedores have eyes everywhere. <laughs> I, guess, I, guess, I guess I should say before we're seen. All right. be a better description. Are you talking about the tax collector? No, the Stevedores Guild. The... Oh, it's like it's like working in a convention oh, or something. We, uh, You're not allowed to lift anything over thirty pounds without hiring a guild representative to do it for you. <laughs> oh, it's like we, the we're ultimate scabs. union. We're scabs. No, we're there. not scabs. We're just not hiring the union. Gotcha. All right. Um, all right, you guys. So guild members will come to kick our ass. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> yeah, twenty stepdoors just come out with rickshaws and start beating us. <laughs> beating us with rickshaws. Alright, well I'm gonna see if anybody uh, you aren't you aren't really supposed to be loading on a boat at this time. Um a uh, a drunken worker kinda comes up to you guys as you're as you're loading this thing on and he says You know there's a stepdoors guild in this town, don't you? Uh, I pull out uh, five shillings and I give it to him and I say, "You didn't see anything here. You understand?" He uh, he nods his head and uh, <laughs> turns right around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys load the copper onto the boat. He's got suckered out of four shillings. <laughs> well, better too much than too little. Um, I was gonna offer him ten, and then I was like, "Okay, that's way too much." <laughs> ten would be like, uh, one still <laughs> pretty high class. One. Uh, Where do you think he's going? He's going to the middle class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's totally picking himself a middle class worker right now. Um, well, you know, with, with one shilling, there probably would have been tests involved. With five, not so much. Okay. Well, there you go. You get twenty percent per shilling. <laughs> Charm test plus eighty. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, you guys uh, loaded up there. That's good because I was out of fortune points, so my third ninety-nine I would have had to catch. All right, what did he say? What are we selling it for? Or is he gonna? He's gonna send you an inspect it the next morning. 
Oh, he's going to vote off like suckers. <laughs> he won't do that. He's a nice guy. Oh, okay. I know him. You don't really survive as a merchant doing that. That's true. <laughs> it's bad for business. Yeah, word gets around. Run. It does. Uh, all right, well, I'm exhausted. From <laughs> yeah, we're all bed. exhausted. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sweaty, <laughs> tired, stinky. I'm actually thinking about getting a cheap room at the end just so I can get a bath and change clothes. There is the river. Uh, I'm, with uh, I'm, I'm with you on that. If you want to, split, yeah. If you want to split a room, sure. I want to go to the inn too. This is ridiculous. And I'm not going to that high class. Like wash all of our clothes, and uh, I want to go to an inn on the dock. Okay, there's a, there's a number of inns. You want to go to one of the nicer ones or one of the, the nicest one ones? on the dock? Have, yeah, the nicest one on the dock okay. that I can wash my clothes and get a bath. Okay, um, they don't have a lot of rooms left, but there's one or two rooms left. Uh, okay, we're sharing a room, and I guess he can get his I'm own room. I'm not sure there's two rooms left. Let me check. There are two rooms left. Exactly. All right. All right. How much? Uh, with the uh, normally there what? Lots of pen, pen, pencil. There it is. Um, with the uh, with the shop and fest in town, there are fourteen shillings for a room. All right. Okay. And does that come with the bats and the washing of clothes? And a meal, um, perhaps? And a meal. Uh, it, it, no, it doesn't, but all of that together will be another three shillings. Right. So, so ten shillings total? Ten shillings total. All right. Noted. Okay. Uh, just to make this thing fast, we just do all our stuff. <laughs> all right. So, uh, you going to wait till next morning? Yeah. Uh, Manny, you study all night? Yep. All right. I get a room. Uh, yeah, I get a room. Oh, yeah. How much progress did I manage to make? Um, uh, so you're working on, like, read and write and surgery and things like that? Actually, I probably yeah. don't get a room. It's probably not 12 hours before right, I can go meet the guy again. Your reading is definitely improving. You're... You're um, beat up, are you? Just about, just about finished with that. Okay. I am half dead. Me too. <laughs> I'm also half dead. That stupid fireball kicked my ass. Or smoke ball, or whatever it was. Breath weapon. Alright, we go back to that boat the next morning. Okay, yes, so the, uh, the next morning, uh, bright and early, you... They, they give, the, there's a, well, there's a breakfast that's uh, sort of out there for you to... You can come if you want. You got your breakfast, like Alright, there's some breakfast laid out for you, and then you uh, head over to the to the boat. Um, yeah, I put my nice clothes back on. And, uh, yeah, the uh, the uh, merchant that you met is, is out there, and he uh, he hails you. Uh, are you. Did you pick up a hat at any point? Uh, I don't think I've had a chance, but I'll have my cloak up when I'm in town in broad daylight. <laughs> okay. We can get you a hat. I'm going to buy a hat on it before we go to the boat. Oh, before we go to the boat? No, I want to shop around and get myself the right hat. <laughs> I don't want just any hat. I'm very picky about Purple the hat. I don't know where that lets you read on the water. That wasn't very awesome, Dr. Titan, if I say so myself. <laughs> Alright, so he, he hails you as you as you get there and he says, Yes, I've 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 inspected the copper and uh yes, it is actually uh, quite nice copper. It is it's an odd shape and, and size. I can't say I've ever seen anything quite like it, but uh, yes, it could certainly be uh, sold to smiths uh, and and uh, to people who work with such materials. I, I know I know a few. Um, 
Yeah, so shall we uh, discuss the price? Uh, um, I was thinking uh, eighteen crowns would be uh, would be more than more than adequate for that amount of copper. I think uh, you're trying. You're obviously trying to rob me. I, I think um, um, forty crowns much better. Sounds much better, like the much more fair price. Forty crowns. You realize I first of all I have to pay taxes on it, and I'm not sure where I'm going to sell it. It is an odd shape. It's not like these are nice bricks. It's <laughs> just <laughs> copper. I mean, you're just going to melt it down anyway. It doesn't matter what shape it is. Have you seen the quality of that copper? It's pure. It's pure than it anything. It is pure than anything else you could get in this town. All right, you can you can make a haggle test. So I'll give you plus twenty. Ooh, action point. Alright, I'm out. Oh, as of the next day, do I get my? Do I have my? You, you get them back twenty four hours after you spend them. Oh, okay, so I don't have them back. Um, I'm not going to need it. Um, with plus twenty, you said. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely make it. I make it with no degrees of success. Um, he says the best I could do is twenty five. Very well, I'll take it. All right, hey, uh, twenty five more crowns. <laughs> <before. laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like, <clears throat> Alright, so we we'll put that up we'll split that up four ways. Is That's there? five crowns. That's like a shit ton. No, it's four ways. It's like We're seven, we're chopping like Zed in on this. Oh we are. He wasn't in the battle. He opened the door. He did all of the this copper. He opened the door. Alright, we'll give him a crown. Alright, so that way it splits easily. Alright, we don't okay. think <laughs> right, so I'll mark him a crown. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, my value has tripled. My value, my net worth has tripled. My net worth. All right, that makes up for the horrendous gambling losses I took on the last session. <laughs> my net worth just increased twelve thousand four hundred fold. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I, I had no money. I had a bar for dead two sessions ago. All right, I want to buy a nice hat. Um. All right. Like a crown. Hat. No, not that much, but. You can buy a Morningstar um, hat. Don't forget to talk to the city. A Warhammer, you mean? The, or, or, weren't you in the market for a Warhammer? I am in the market can for a Warhammer. Can someone, can someone grab the uh, um, the book? I want to see how much like nice clothing costs. Don't forget, we get a reward from um, talking to the fair people, too. Yeah, we got the bag with the goblin. After I conclude my business with that guy, I'll change out of my nice clothes. We have a lead on who the warlock is. Because we know where Gunny was. He was in the stocks. So whoever paid to get Gunny released That's is either working for the Warlock or is the Warlock. Or they just released him on his own. Oh, cool. Well, that's not really how the stocks work. That is a good place to start. It's definitely possible. You think there's another person who would release Gunny besides this guy here? Um... Well, considering there must be more than one Warlock in this town. I I paid his bail two days ago, but I didn't pay it yesterday. They're going to start thinking that you're behind to death. Well, we also are owed well, like, a couple of crowns each from the watch, right? Yeah. When we give them the goblin's yep. body. Here we go. All right. I've got to wake up. I want to swim by the gunsmith. Guns the best shop. quality hat would be a gold crown. Uh, is that what my current... You should probably buy, is? like, a hat for your, like, best quality clothes, and then a hat I for think your... I, I think the clothes I have are currently best quality. I mean, yeah. you should buy a hat for your... I'll buy a clothes. best quality hat. And a hat for your walking around. So you're going to... Your regular clothes? Oh, and how much is it? Yeah, how much is a you get ordinary hats, quality hat? Like, one-tenth of that, right? Um, it would be, yeah, two shillings. Two shillings. So, yeah. You want to get a... Oh, you're getting good, two hats. Oh, okay. One for each set of clothes. Is there any particular style that you're going for with these hats? 
Um, academic. Don't they wear wigs or something? I don't know. But uh, if that's what academics wear, then no, I think I'm lying. The red mage with the pointed hat and the feather—that's like academic. Not really, I don't know. I'm trying to imagine what that would be. We should look in the careers. I don't know if uh, do academics really wear hats. Yeah, they wear some like, of them. Every, like every class of society wears. It looks like a fedora, but it's like pointed at the front. That's like an academic hat. Well, why don't you take a look at the book, see if you have the style you All have. All right, well. Okay. Okay. All right, so we go back to the guard. <laughs> to the... Uh, to the city watch. To the city... To the, the barracks there. Yeah, the okay. barracks. Uh, so do we want to go to the... Yeah, I guess we go there first, and then we'll go tell Dr. Malthusius that his goblin is dead. Okay. Um... Okay, there's a there's a sergeant there at the who's at a desk, and he you you walk in and he says, uh, "Yes, can I help you?" Oh, before we go there, I tell everybody don't not to mention the copper rings. Okay, just don't oh, mention. We sell the candlesticks, or we still got this. I guess we still have those. <laughs> I don't. I wasn't planning on selling those to the metal guy. We don't stash them on the. Don't boat. bring those with you to the sergeant's yeah. room, please. He might recognize them. You can leave yeah. those on the on the leave those on, on Alexander's boat. Yeah. Okay. And basically, there. well, I mean, do we want? We have to decide if we tell the city watch everything, then they might find out about the copper and like want want it. They won't find out about the copper. All right, all right. I'll tell them everything then. They deserve to know that there's a warlock loose beneath yeah, the city anyway. That's fine. Um, okay, so there's a sergeant that looks up from his de- from his desk, and uh, he says, "Yes, can I help you?" Oh, greetings, um, sergeant. I like, look for a name uh, name badge to give a name tag on. Not really. I say, "Greetings, sergeant. I'm here to see the watch captain about the job that he hired us to do." I says, "Oh, were you the ones uh, headed for the sewers last Indeed? night?" Yes, I heard about that. Uh, um. And, uh, yes, actually, I, I believe, uh, I believe, uh, Magistrate, uh, Richter was, uh, is actually in charge with that whole thing. We were just, uh, employed to, uh, provide you ladders, and, uh, I believe there was, I have on my notes here that I'm supposed to get a net back. I throw the net on him. <laughs> he, I, I attack him. <laughs> Alright, oh, I hit. No. <laughs> I, I hit. Way to make friends. <laughs> uh, he says, yes, well, we were, we were merely to supply some equipment, uh, which, uh, we'd like back. If, if you didn't use the torches, we'd like them back. Um, and the net, yes, thank you. Uh, but yes, you were to see, uh, Magistrate Richter about that. Uh, he was the one who actually, uh, was in charge. Very well. Um, where might we find him? Uh, yes, he holds court at the festival. This is, uh, the last day of the festival. Um, normally he is in the, uh, town hall, but, uh, but today he's at the festival court. Oh, I see. Well, uh, thank you very much. I leave. We leave. We head for the festival. Okay. Um, you guys arrive, and, and uh, there's uh, some sort of case going on about some thief who's stolen from one of the stalls, and you guys have to wait a little while. But eventually, uh, things clear up, and he looks available. Okay. Uh, we head over to him. Okay. He's... Uh, he says, "Ah, oh, yes, it's uh, it's good to see you guys. Uh, very sorry to have wasted your time last night, but uh, apparently uh, the goblin was found this morning." You don't say. 
Yes, uh, I guess it was killed at a warehouse. Um, that's what uh, that's what the report said. Uh, I think it was crushed and some crates fell. I, I don't really oh, know. We still get paid Maybe for just trying to hide in the, the crates, sewer, right? And the body was completely destroyed, I suppose. Um, he he pulls up uh, he pulls up a report. He says it doesn't say anything about the body here. Uh, wouldn't really. I hope they toss it in the river. Well, I'm just wondering. I mean, are you sure it was the same goblin? I don't think there are other three-legged goblins in town. Well, I mean, if nobody saw, if the body was mangled sufficiently, I'm just wondering if there could have made a mistake. Because, you see, we found a corpse of a three-legged goblin while we were in the sewers. You did? Yes, we did. Well, that's very strange. Now, it says right here that uh, it's a three-legged goblin, and it was found crushed under crates. Oh, at uh, at where, warehouse number six, down, oh, down on the road. the goblin fleeing to warehouse there's a, there's a, there's a There's a sewer exit that goes out down there. It kind of made sense when I read the report. And when was this found? Uh, this morning. This morning, huh? That is a very interesting report. Um, well, in any case, um, that report notwithstanding... Um, we found some other things in our investigation of the sewers. We have the bag of the goblin. Yeah, we do. Well, um, we found some other things in our investigations of the sewers that are of great concern for the future of the city. Great concern? Yes. Um, you see, not only did we find the um, corpse of the three-legged goblin, it appears that the goblin was devoured by nothing less than a demon. A demon, you say? In Bogenhofen. I've heard of demons, but I can't believe one could be in the city. Well, um, it resembled a, 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 a... It resembled nothing so much as a... A... A, a dr- ghastly, hideous canine with rather enormous... With an enormous head and fire, smoke, coming out of its mouth. And when it attacked, it unleashed a massive gasp of flame. Mm. You can see that my poor friend over here was badly <laughs> burned by its by its attacks. And not only that, um, we found some incredibly disturbing things in the area where it was summoned. In fact, yes. I kind of look around to make sure nobody's watching us. There's a, there's a couple of guards, but they're not right next to you. All right, I, I, I kind of pull out the skull, which I have wrapped up, mm-hmm. um, and I kind of, I, I, I pull it out where so it's still wrapped up, and I kind of slowly unwrap it, and just let him get a, catch a glimpse. He's kind of taken aback a little bit. He says, that is disturbing. Is that paint, a painted skull? He says, I don't know, but we found it in the same area as the demon, and I wouldn't want to touch it myself. Well, I have a feeling it's probably infused with chaotic energies. So you say this this was in a in the sewer itself or or in uh, some well, sort of offshoot or well it was there was a door that led off the sewer that the uh, goblin had crawled through there was it, it, there was like a, a an observation window I see the goblin managed to crawl through mm-hmm. and um, in the room it was devoured once it entered the room it was devoured by the demons uh, my friend here actually has a skeleton uh, the skeleton of the goblin yes well, let me let me see that. We bust it out. Okay. Uh, so you I don't have it. He's got it. Oh, you got it. Oh, you the skeleton? I'm not carrying around the skeleton. All right. 
Mr. Dwarf is going to be. We paleontology the skeleton back together into. We showed them the hip bone that we saw that had the extra socket and the goblin skull. Okay, he says, well, that is a three. Three socketed hip bone. I can't can't argue with that. But this talk of demons, you know, I must say the the sewer it does play tricks on people, and that's why we don't have any one person in the sewer for well too long a time. Perhaps this was merely an actual dog that ate the goblin. I I um uh, at that, that point, no I reach into my pack and I pull out the handkerchief mm-hmm. and I say, tell me, um. Would an ordinary dog typically be found standing on this symbol? And I show him the demonic symbol on the handkerchief. Okay, he, he looks at it. Uh, just like, hmm, don't recognize the symbol. He says, um, but surely you can see what it looks like. Yes, well, it looks kind of like a ram. Exactly. Hmm, well, strange, I must say, but... Uh, Perhaps the light was playing tricks on you down there. I mean, it is... It you is, saw it the is, skull, right? It's just an odd-looking skull. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. He says, look, the... the, the uh, I will investigate this. This is, this is, this is most important, I, I think see. that you should definitely... There was a... a off that same room, there was, a, there was an iron... Uh, pass, there was an iron door blocking a passageway, which we could not open. I think you should immediately send a strong contingent of guards down into the sewer to open up that door and figure out where that passageway goes. He says, well, I uh, will... Convincing the wash to go down into the sewers is a, is a tough business. Uh, I'll, I'll look into that. Uh, but I, I, think I'm, I think I will... Uh, I, will have, I will send some, quite some, uh, some men to question uh, exactly who sent me this, uh, this note from the, from the warehouse, and we will... I'll, I'll, I'll get to the bottom of this. You can, you can trust me. I will... Uh, I will uh, make this a priority. This is very strange. I, I do agree. Um, I say it very well. Um, uh, uh, what about our payment for the sewers for finding the goblin? Well, hmm. I I I I'm actually not authorized to to make the payment. It says it it my my order came through and it said that the goblin was already found and I don't have the. Uh, I don't have the payment for you. I could pay you for your time, but I don't have the reward money. And he, he hands you each a couple of shillings. Did you pay us? I don't take them. I say, where did the order come from? Yeah. Armor. And he says, uh, well, I get my orders generally from the town hall. Um, well, who yes. signed it? Uh, he, uh, he, he looks down at his, at his note. Um, says, this looks like uh, Mr. Tugan signed it. He is one of the... Uh, um, uh, he's one of he's, he's a member of one of the more powerful merchant families in the town. Uh, he's some sort of official in the town. Yes, office. he is. Uh, yes, the merchants run this town, uh, and he is elected to the town council. Well, perhaps "elect" is the wrong term. He is a member of the town council. I see. Well, in that case, um, I I. Uh, you're I writing think his name down. It's T E U G A N. In, in that case, I think the best thing to do is not to mention any of this to your superiors. Oh, all right. But I, 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 uh, I will, uh, I, I will find out about this room. Yes, um, you should definitely send the city guard to investigate the room if they will go. But never mind about making the report to your superiors. It's, um, yes, uh, it, it's just as well that you don't. Um. Uh, we'll see. I, I will. I will. I will think on it. Um, 
if I could trouble you for the name of the person that was on that, uh, that, 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 that made the initial report about the uh, goblin that, was, that, found the, that found the goblin's body. He says, uh, it's, it's not, the name isn't listed here, but it's the, uh, it's the warehouseman at Warehouse 6. Very well. Oh, no, one more thing. I believe you had a dwarf in the stocks last night. A rather unhappy drunk dwarf by the name of, what was his name? Johnny. Johnny? Uh, oh yes. I, I remember that dwarf. Um, you happen to know who paid his ransom? Can't say I do. Um, who would know? Hmm. Perhaps, uh, one of the guards who was on duty? Um, you know which guard is on duty? He, uh, says, no, you'll need to ask at the, at the watch barracks. They would know. Very well. Thank you very much. Alright. He says, yes, my, uh, very well. So since he we says, uh, check back with me in the morning and I will, uh, I will have made a couple of inquiries. Since we can't be compensated for going into the sewer and finding the real dead goblin, perhaps I can keep this net. Uh, you've already given it back. You've already given it back. Oh. Oh, I didn't give it back to him. <laughs> right. Oh, right. All right, never mind. He did give you two shillings if you want to keep them. Uh, great. <laughs> of course I I'll take I, I'm not turning down two shillings. It's Your not. money's too good for me. I thought it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not three gold. But it's a good thing we sold that copper or we would have gotten nothing for going down there. As it is, we only got double what we would have... <laughs> I know, we only made twice what we were originally thinking we were going to make. <laughs> and that's not good enough. I'm beating that three additional crowns out of the Warehouse 6 guy. Well, alright, so we've got a situation here. We have to decide how much we care. Uh... I don't care a lot. I mean, look, there's... Obviously, the old priest was not as mad as he sounds. There's definitely... When he said... He said something about the prosperity of the town being painted. Not photographic memory. <laughs> like... Yes. He sensed that the recent prosperity here was poisoned... Poisoned by corruption, greed, cowardice, and chaos! Like five exclamations. <laughs> <laughs> well, alright, so... We know that there's a warlock in the sewers. Some, that that it at least has the potential to summon demons. That thing probably was there, like, ten years ago or something, and he, the goblin just kind of stumbled upon it. And it just, like, gets re- auto-resummoned whenever... I don't think so. ...somebody, like, wanders... The dead dwarf in the sewers would indicate otherwise. What the, we need to do is talk to those... The need trade to, guild would have stumbled on it. We need, yeah. Alright, so we know there's a warlock in the sewers that's summoning demons. We know that a goblin yeah. escaped into the sewers. It might we found what we think is the goblin's corpse. We know that somebody doesn't want anybody investigating the sewers. And we also have evidence, based on the orders that came through, that, that whoever this is has some pull with the city government. And they killed Gunny. And the warlock probably killed Gunny, yes. So... We have to decide if we care that about the future of Bogenhofen. I don't know that I so much care about Bogenhofen as much as I care about crushing the chaos that is being bred here. Because what's this? What's what are you doing here? 
What are you doing with your life, Nigel? Well, I'm trying to earn enough money to uh, purchase my apprenticeship at the College of Wizardry. What better way to get your money than to loot it from the force of chaos? <laughs> I can think of several other ways to get my money, although I can't deny that the investigation has been profitable so far. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Manny? Do you think that it's worth is worth investigating? We are thinking about going to the warehouse. Well, about? we have several things that we could do, but before we do any of them, we should decide if we really want to get to the bottom of this. Because if we want to back out, now is the time. We don't really know anything. Whoever these people are, are probably not going to even notice our involvement up to this point. But I would not start, be so sure about that. But either. if we start poking around, well, at least we have good excuses for everything that we've done. We don't really know anything, so I don't think they'll care that much. But if we start poking around at the warehouse, and if we start asking questions at the town hall, then they will definitely notice, and they might do something about it. So we have to decide if we are willing to risk the wrath of this organization, or this warlock, or whoever he is, in order to stop him. Or, or if we just want to forget the whole thing and move on and go with Alexander. I think we should investigate. I would like to do some good in this town if possible. But at the same time, I might make might be good to make some sort of exit strategy. Talk to Alexander, see what he's planning to go after. See, make sure we have somewhere to leave if uh, we can't stay in this town. I don't know, Triax, you obviously want to hunt down this cult and, or this warlock and slay him in vengeance for your friend. That I do. I do. He was my only friend in town. <laughs> Meanwhile, Brutus fixes some of these computer problems. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, we take a break. I wanted to have a question for you, actually. Okay, I'll take a break while we wait for Alan to get back. Basically what's going on. I was just saying that, you know, we're out of the sewers that we're trying to Well... Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I was just saying that, alright, we have some things we could do to ask around to try and find this warlock, but there probably isn't any money in it, or not very much. Yeah. I, and a, a definite motivating factor. There's, not, there's probably <laughs> not, yeah. Except not, for, you know, the warlock has money. My life is not about fighting chaos, man. Uh, there's probably not any money in it, or not very much. And fighting warlocks for probably money going is to probably be, not very profitable versus risk versus it's, reward. It's probably going to be very dangerous. Exactly. We know this warlock has powerful friends in this town. Fighting warlocks and fighting chaos stuff? minions? Fighting stuff? No, I do not fight stuff my, all my life. Uh, on the other hand... Um, I mean, if we don't act, the consequences for this town could potentially be very grave. Like, uh, the, the problem with summoning demons is that no matter how careful you are, eventually you summon one that you can't control, and it gets out. And when that happens, like, it's bad. 
and like if that well, happens, too bad for this town. If that but ha- we're not, it's guardians, and I'm not here to save the world or even this town. But why not? Why not use your skills for something good? Uh, why not? I'm guaranteeing you that that warlock is rich beyond your wildest. I, I want to uh, pick my fights carefully and not uh, go into Zed, the suicidal fights. Zed is probably uh, interested in saving the town, wouldn't you say? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, seriously, uh, because oh, I don't know. You, you, you Triax sh- knows a lot more about. Yeah, I was going to. I was going to ask Triax what he thought. I think uh, I, Zed would vote for saving the town. I think he would actually. Especially after you guys got, like, a bunch of money doing it. <laughs> it has been profitable so far. I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> a lot more profitable than I think anyone expected. Who knows how many silver and gold summoning rings we'll be able to break down and sell. <laughs> Platinum <Yeah>. summoning rings. <laughs> yeah, you've already got a magical dagger. Is it well, I wish you were trying to do something yeah. like... As, 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 as a, uh, magical. Try attacking with it. As a licensed apprentice of the colleges of magic, I feel it is my responsibility to um, try to put a stop to any unauthorized or evil use of magic. And I feel like... Like a plus five when I use it, right? I feel like I should hunt this guy down. I I think that that the people who... I think that the... I think that it not only would it might it impress the people at the colleges, but it's just the right thing to do. Well, what would uh, Hieronius say? <laughs> WWHC. I don't know. I've never met him in character. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, well, you should uh, come with us. I think it's pretty nice. If you all pitch in to help me buy my best quality scale mail, then... Not only have I never met him, he's like with us a really random, unpredictable guy. Already, so. like picked up like really nice set of armor from that guy. Hmm. How could I describe him for you? Uh, I think sort I really of this jovial, boisterous uh, kind of guy, but he has a serious side as well. Um, you know, he seeks he seeks knowledge uh, first and foremost, but. Uh, he definitely looks out for the small folk while he does it. I think that would be the best way to describe him. getting on in years, and I probably don't have much uh, time left to live, <laughs> seeing as I'll probably die of old age pretty soon. <laughs> At 38. Oh, <laughs> uh, before my fighting days are over. Well, I'll tell you what, Rukis, why don't we go talk to Alexander about it, and see what he says. <laughs> I don't think Alexander is going to want to be fighting anything, trust me. He's just a merchant. He might surprise you. Uh, I'm pretty sure if we do this, then Alexander's just going to go his own way. Well, let's go ask him. 
Uh, sure. All right. And we head back to the Lady Nikita. Okay. Uh, Manny picks up uh, a pistol on the way. You buy a pistol? Oh, no, you it's got a, your own pistol. It's his own pistol that he... You actually, I don't think you ever... Uh, I still need to repair it. Right. So he made the parts, so you now have the parts for the pistol. Need like he needed to hold on to the pistol to like, examine it while he was making the parts, but... Uh, yes, so he gives you back your pistol and he gives you the parts that he's made. Sweet. I gave him some more business. Wait, so you can repair it yourself now? Yeah. Really? Yep. It's not really repairing as in it's just building it, right? Sort yeah, of rebuilding it would be a yeah, yeah. better description. Does it um, take any skill to rebuild it? Or just yeah, I, I gave him some rules for what it would take to rebuild it. So yeah, specialist weapon pistol, you can rebuild it. Or does that help? Uh, he has a trade skill that allows him to do it. Do you have a specialist weapon pistol? He has a specialist weapon gunpowder, I believe. Which yeah, covers, specialist covers weapon gunpowder weapons. Oh, okay. Alright, so is Alexander on the Lady Nikita when we get there? Um, got a 50-50 chance of that. Uh, he is. Um, this is still in the morning, so he hasn't really left. And this is the last day of the festival now. Um, and so he hasn't left the boat yet. He's uh, kind of having an easy day. And he says, uh, Hello. Greetings, Alexander. Welcome back aboard. Um... We have come to ask your advice. Yes. 700 gold crowns, that's the target. Um, I don't know how much you've been following our activities while we've been in town. Probably not that much. Oh, no. We, um... Uh, while we were in town... We did. I, I, uh, I don't want to repeat it again. I tell him the whole story. <laughs> you give him the whole thing about what you found down there? I, I omit the part about the copper, but everything else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, he looks pretty shocked. Um, I, I, you know, I bust out the box. You show the little things that, yes, okay. <laughs> Are we still carrying around the goblin body? Uh, yes, the bones are in a sack. We yeah. don't just leave that with the... No. Okay, you should just chuck that in the river or something. Why? We're just going to carry it, that's your trophy, you're just going to carry it around. No, it's the proof that the goblin wasn't in Warehouse 6. <laughs> um... So I, we lay out, and you're he, he looks very. Uh, uh, he looks very. He looks very disturbed. Uh, he says, "Hmm, something, something bad is happening in this town." Yes. Yes, and that is what it was to you. You see, some of us wish to track down this evil and put a stop to it if we can, because we don't think the authorities here. We think that they are being paid off, or perhaps even are in cahoots with this sorcerer, mm. and um, we're worried that something very bad is going to happen to this town if nobody does anything. But others among us, um, seeing as there is no profit, probably, in hunting this guy down, and how it will likely be very dangerous and attracts unwanted attention, um, would prefer to simply leave town and forget about this place. So... Um, seeing as we ha- can't resolve our differences ourselves, we thought perhaps you could help us. He says, well, you see, I have seen these sorts of things occasionally in Kislev, and they are very serious, you understand. And uh, 
this is part of the reason why I, I come to Empire often, is because I do not wish to, uh, wish to deal with them as, as, you know, more than is necessary. Uh, but it is very disturbing to see this in a prosperous town here in Empire. This is, uh, this is the sort of town where I do all of my business. If, uh, if it is here, perhaps it is elsewhere as well, and uh, nowhere is safe anymore. I am, it is very concerning. I, I, I do not know what, what I would do if Empire were to be more like Kisner. Uh, I will not trade in the Stalia, that is for sure. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, but I am not fighting man. I, I do not really know what I, I, what I would do. It is, you're at a, a uh, it's, it's important, you know. You have stumbled into something very large. Uh, yeah. So. I really do not have an answer. I mean, I mean, uh. So if we were to stay a while to like, look further into this? That wouldn't be a problem with you, would it? Oh, no, I, I, uh, I plan to leave in about two days. Uh, but, um, but, you know, you guys have been a good, good crew and a good crew, but, uh, hmm, strange friends. But, uh, you know, I would, uh, I would like it if you could crew both back to, uh, back to Altdorf. I was planning on doing additional trading in Altdorf after here. Um... I could wait extra day for you. It is no problem. Yes, sir. There's not any good trade to be had in Grissenwald. Grissenwald. Uh, That's not even on the river, is it? Uh, it is. Oh, it is. It's no up, idea what it's, it is. it's uh north of Vice. Um, he says uh, Grissenwald. I. I believe I know where it is, but uh, do not trade there much. Uh, what, you have business in Grissenwald? Just saying, might, if there's something up there that way, might want to look into it. Well, Brutus, it seems that we have two or three days in this town, regardless. Oh, I got nothing better to do. Excellent! <laughs> we all might as well stomp on chaos. We are got nothing better to do. <laughs> In that case, I stock up on bandages. I mean, 40, 40 more bandages. How much encumbrance are bandages? Nothing. Oh, that's nothing. Well, I guess 40 is something. 60 more, and you've got a keg sword. <laughs> Kegs worth of bandages. Uh, well, it's not just bandages, right? It's like ointments and needle and cat gut. Speaking of which, I'm not sure I want to go stomping on chaos in my current condition. Oh, me neither. <laughs> I'm like half dead. Uh. <laughs> Alright, well, we're going to spend the day recovering. Yeah. Oh, this seems like a good idea. Let me finish my uh, reading. How much? Uh, well, I would kind of like to do a little bit of investigating on Warehouse 8 or whatever. 6. 6 before the trail goes cold. Oh, and we should try and find that guard that you were after. See if we can figure out who paid that guy's ransom. Uh, yeah, we should be able to investigate the warehouse without any violence. 
Well, I want to put my good clothes back on and go back to the journey's end and see if I can find somebody to buy the book on the economic theory of street trade. Um, a whole bunch of merchants. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of merchants there. You found a book? No, I had a book. Oh, uh, you're just I gonna started sell with it. it, but I'm gonna sell. Um, so, uh, did I? What's the encumbrance of the book? Like, how big is it? Roughly, it's was it one of their, your bigger books or smaller books? Uh, it's pretty average. Uh, but books came in 15, 20, and 25. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one was a 15. Okay. It's a pamphlet. No, uh, it's a book. It's not. And then I have it one tome, which is significantly heavy. Um, sure, someone will, uh, someone will pay you 30 shillings for it. 30 shillings? Alright, that's fine. Do I think if I, I'll be done with most of my training if I spend the rest of today hold up on the book? Um, not, not really. I mean, you're studying a bunch of stuff that just takes a while. So, no. It's going to be a while. Four, four more years and you'll be uh, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it takes eight years, doesn't it? Kind of just bring your book. Just bring your pamphlets along while you walk around town. You can just kind of be one of those academic types who bumbles around reading stuff. Well, what do you think? How do you think they end up? They end up. That's why they're doing it, just so they can skill up as fast as they can. I can't do it after this. Just keep at it, you bookworm. We'll, we'll solve the adventure for you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You can just go home and just come back in a couple <laughs> weeks. All right. We'll go to the guardhouse first. Alright. Alright. Okay. Um, so we'll, we'll rest for the morning. Okay. So you, did you want to treat their wounds while everyone's resting for the night? Sweet. Uh, that, you need a separate roll, I think, on each person for that. Yeah. Are you guys really bad in here? I am half dead. Six out of twelve. Mm-hmm. Just use them on all of us. They're cheap. Yeah. We're not heavily injured, but yeah, don't. Yeah, we're not considered. Don't stint the bandages. Basically, if you need more, we'll probably just cough up some money. Uh, fail. Fail on him. On who? On me? Yep. You didn't. Who are you asking next? Uh, fail. Great. Uh, I guess I had a fortune point before. Don't uh, use fortune no, points. No, don't use it. We're probably gonna need them. This is on myself. Nope. Uh, this is, uh, do you need some? Yeah, I need some too. Do you need to roll? I think that's just your healing skill. It's just your healing skill. It's just your straight healing skill. So, probably, oh, like, a 28. Skill? It's not healing skill minus 20? No, it's just your oh, healing okay. skill. Then you get back to an idea back to no, it's no, not two. Is, it's it's one plus a d6, rest. right? Oh. This is not the, uh, the not degree of success or failure. This is the other type of success. It's a heal check without the plus 20 for having heal. But the bandages still give you 20? Uh, the bandages never give you no, 20. No. You get minus 20 if you don't have bandages. Oh, in that case... It's, just your, it's, it's just your straight healing skill. Yeah. You fail on everything. Okay. Well, we each get a wound back over there. Yeah. I already marked the wound off. That was... Yeah. I already marked it off. 
Okay. Down to five now. That was the, yeah, that was the first wound I healed. Okay. When are you considered heavily wounded? When you're uh, three or less. Three, two, or one, or zero. Okay. Alright, uh, guard, guards first. I think four. Okay. Um, so you, you, uh, come, there's the same sergeant as there. Um, um, oh, I had a hundred experience. Well, we asked that. It goes up to my sergeant. Who to talk to and to find out who was on duty at the stocks yesterday. So we go there. Right. Um, uh, what's better, a wound? Yeah, he, uh, he pulls out. He pulls out his uh, his list of who's on duty where, and uh, he, g- he gives you he gives you he gives you a couple of names of people right, so who were on duty that night. Says, "I looking to track them down." Yes, if you don't mind. Uh, he looks down the names. Yes, I believe one of them is on duty right now at the stocks. Uh, his name is Hans. All right. Well, thank you very much. All right, we'll head back to the socks, I guess. Yep. Okay. Uh, you you guys arrive outside of the festival. Uh, is there? I ask. Uh, I go to the stocks area. Mm-hmm. Is um is one of you named Hans? Uh, points out a guy over there, and he says, "Yes, I'm Hans. Can I help you?" Yes, uh, I believe you were on duty at the stocks last night. Uh, yes, yes, I was. Um. We're trying to find out who paid the bail on that uh, rather drunken, unfortunate dwarf that was in the stock. Oh, place. yes. Um, kind of a serving man uh, came and uh, and paid the and paid it. Uh, yes, uh, he had uh, light light brown hair, blue eyes. Um, it was a uh, slight build. Um, he thinks for a second. You know, he had an, an emblem on his uh, on his coat. It was a uh, a rose. A rose. Yes. Does that, that sound familiar to you? to you? Is that familiar to you in any way? He thinks about it. Nah, that's what I can think of. Um, did you happen to know? Did you happen to notice if the dwarf left in the company of the same serving man? Yes, he paid, and they went off together. I think. Uh, it's kind of odd. I think he was going to buy him drinks. <laughs> the perfect lure. <laughs> oh, on you've been most helpful. Thank you very much. Works on almost uh, any hand <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Thank you. Uh, I say, I would appreciate it if you don't mention our conversation to anyone. Uh, very well. Right. Hear me now and believe me later, Hans. <laughs> you will not tell anybody. <laughs> Dude, there's lots of Hanses and Franzes in Warhammer. Watch out. You're going to be end up paying like a ton of bribes. This campaign? I can, I can already tell. I know, I'm going to start charging the party for some of these bribes. Right. I'm sure uh, I'm sure Zed will have no problem shelling out some money for bribes. I have no problem shelling out money. I was actually going to bribe that guy even more than a shilling, but he was really forthcoming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, you could have. So that we got a symbol out of that guy, a rose. And a description. We can totally gossip this description down. I'd rather start with a symbol. Uh, leave it to me. I'll, I'll track him down. All right, we leave it to you. See if you can figure out what the rose symbol means in Bogenhofen. Okay, and if there's anyone that... Don't there. ask about the description unless we have to. Just we, the rose symbol? Yeah, okay. because if we ask about the description, somebody's going to find out that we're asking about the description. If we ask about the rose, I mean, anybody would want to know that. 
Warehouse uh, six guys is going to be a lot harder to crack. Alright, I'll ask around at inns and taverns, I guess. Yeah, inns and taverns about, uh... Or even at the fair. People will know what the rose symbol means. Okay, um... Make Probably a... I'll ask merchants and stuff. Um, well, what's your gossip skill? I'm going to roll it for you. My gossip skill is 58. Okay. Did you scale it up or something? I just started with, like, two check marks on it. Um, yeah, I think you rolled it randomly, and then humans all have it, so yeah, you, got an, extra, it you got an extra check mark on it. Yeah. Um, let's see, uh... Wait, so all humans are fairly good at gossip? Yeah, all humans get gossip. Gotcha. Um, no one, like, some people scratch their heads, and they're not sure. One person says that he's, uh... He's seen it in uh, various coats of arms, and he thinks that uh, the um, if you go to the town hall, you'll probably fi- you'll probably find it because he believes it's a uh, probably part of a of a uh, coat of arms. Uh, okay, thank you. I'll go to the town hall. Town hall. Okay, um, there is a clerk at the desk there who sees people who just sort of wander in and. Uh, uh, he kind of looks down over his glasses at you guys and yes, uh, yes. Uh, trying to identify a a, a symbol uh-huh. that might be on a coat of arms with the rose. The rose. Oh, that would be the rose of the Tugan family, I assume. He uh, he points over the wall behind him, and there's very there's symbols of all of these different guilds, and one of them is a symbol of a rose. We had just heard that name earlier. Yeah, you wrote yeah. that name down, right? So the Tugan family, where are they? What, what, where do they live? Is there? Yeah, um, uh, they're they're a member of the Merchants Guild, right? Yes, yes, they are. Uh, they're a member of the Merchants Guild, and in fact, uh, uh, Johannes Tugan is uh, uh, one of the uh, most uh, well-known men of the city council. Uh, he works here in the building, along with many of the others. Of course, of course. Um, thank you, uh, thank you very much. You've been very helpful. Uh, okay. He nods. All right, go back to the go- we go back to the streets and try and find out where they live. Uh, I don't want to ask that guy. Sure. <laughs> oh, you ask around where uh, the where Tugans the Tugan live? family lives? Yeah. Um. Well, apparently, uh, it doesn't take much to find this out. There's a uh, there's an area of town called the Adel Ring. What do you have done now? This area here. This is a park in the center, and all around it are various mansions that the powerful families in Bogenhofen live in, and uh, he lives amongst them in the Adel Ring. What exactly do you want to say to these people? I don't these want to say anything to them. You just want to... Like, you want to knock on the door and see if some dude with white brown hair answers. No. You just I want, want to, like, to watch the door. Shadow I, them. I want to watch yeah. the house. But I'm not, I don't want to do that yet. Um, well, we certainly have plenty of evidence now that the Tugan family... I mean, this is like... Well, we bailed the guy out, and we find him floating face down in the sewers with a dagger wound in his chest. 
Either, they, either the warlock comes from that family, or they're like deeply involved with him. This name. Where, what about this name? Where did we hear about it before? Tugan. That's oh, the guy that ordered the magistrate them. not to pay right. the reward money to us gotcha. because the body had already been found. So they didn't want. So they don't want people looking around the sewers. Gotcha. So there's like several roads of evidence that they all lead to this guy. Yeah. I look at this bag. Is there any symbols on it or any? Yes, there were. There, 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 there are some strange kind of rune-like letters that are go all the way up and down all around the hilt. Can I read them? No. Can he read them? No. No. I tried. And what's that? uh, What are the initials on that handkerchief? M S. No C. Okay. Uh, want to go check another warehouse, maybe? I don't really want to go approach the... Start asking about this dagger. You know, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> we, should, we should go check out the warehouse, but I can already tell you what they're gonna, what we're going to find. Those guys are going to... If we ask Those guys have probably been paid to say that they found a goblin there. Or they're... And they'll probably, like, tell those guys that we're asking about them, which is bad. So we probably don't even want to ask them. No, I mean, they're going to expect that we're going to go down there now, because we didn't get the reward, and we think we found the three-legged goblin, so... Well, the Tugan family, or whoever, is, is going to notice that the body's gone, right? That the goblin body is gone, and mm-hmm. all... It's all that they knew, ever knew it was there. All their copper rings and... They will notice that! <laughs> <laughs> And I'd be like, what the fuck? Well, I don't know if they needed that for their summoning circle, but it's pretty yeah. hilarious. Maybe they'll replace it, and like a few days later, we can steal... <laughs> that would be awesome! Uh, <laughs> and every two weeks, there's three more copper rings, and we call up that merch, and we're like, Hey! Got <laughs> <laughs> some more for you. <laughs> you still want to buy some copper? <laughs> check, check back every week. <laughs> He's like, it's weird. Someone ordered that exact same thing that you told me. Yeah, I mean, even one of them and one of them and stuff. Everyone makes profit. No, you're right. That's fine. We should, we should not sell it to the merchant. We should just go to the Tugans directly. And we're like, hey, we found some awesome copper rings. You want to buy them? <laughs> we have no idea why you might want these. Yeah, have no clue. But, you know, <laughs> they screamed Tugan. <laughs> just thought you might like these. Yeah, we should go check out the warehouse. I think we should, too. It actually looks kind of fishy if we don't. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so you head down to the uh, warehouse district along the along the river there. Why did these guys Okay, there are... Uh, as you walk up, you, you the street lets you off, and the warehouses are pretty simply numbered. They just start at one end, and they just get numbered in ascending order. Um... You guys arrive at the street, you know, you can ask for some directions and um, where might Warehouse 6 be. And um, but the street that leads you into the um, warehouse area leads you into Warehouse 3. And there is a, there's a symbol above the warehouse. It's a, it's a mailed fist clenching some grain. 
at Warehouse 3. And as you guys uh, kind of you kind of look around and you see Warehouse 4 is that way, and you notice that symbol is on all of these warehouses. And uh, as you get to 6, it's also on that warehouse. There are many secrets buried in Warehouse 6. And uh, you have arrived at Warehouse 6. Is it, like, open and there, there are people loading and unloading stuff? Uh, yeah, it's um, it's not busy, but there's, like, a few people around. Okay. Um, I go up to one of them and I say, um, I say, uh, my good man, could you direct me to the person in charge here? So a uh, a uh, tall, lean man shows up, and uh, he says, uh, "Yes, I'm the uh, man in charge around here. You're, you have a question?" Yes, I want to ask you about the um, goblin you found here. Ah, yes, the goblin. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. Can I? Well, I, the body is gone. If you would like to see it, a few people have stopped by to ask already. Yes. Um. Could you tell me uh, who found the body? Oh, I did. Yes, early this morning, first thing. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, what did it look like? Oh, well, it was it was hiding in a corner, and I clubbed it. I see. Yes, uh, I threw it in the river. Was I, very, that was very brave of you. Ah, it's a small thing. It was no big deal. What, uh, something else about its legs, huh? Ah, uh, yes, it was a three-legged goblin. Very strange. Yes, uh, um, remarkable. Uh... <clears throat> That uh, that the goblin should have three legs. Uh, uh, was it? Um, tell me. Um, um, did it look um, deformed or in any way? Um. Well, the light wasn't too good, but uh, no, just pretty much the three leg thing. Yeah. Uh right. Of course. And um, uh, what about its clothing? Um, did you happen to save any of it? Uh, I threw the body in the river. Did you notice if it was wearing any um, jewelry or necklace, ring? No, nothing really at all. Really? No. Nothing, nothing at all, you say? No. Should it have been wearing something? Well, why do you ask? Oh, well, I, I just thought... I kind, of, I kind of lower my voice and um, kind of look back and forth and say... Uh, and kind of say... You didn't really find the goblet, did you? Oh, no, I found it. It was this morning. I clubbed it. It's right over there in the corner. I see. Well, if you had really found the goblet, you would have known that it was, was in fact, wearing something very distinguishing. And um, <clears throat> so I, I think we can safely conclude that you didn't actually find it. 
Mm. What 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 are you saying it was wearing? It had an iron collar and a long chain when it ran away from the from when it escaped. Oh well, perhaps it uh, removed it while it was uh, in the sewers. Yes, that's probably what happened. Who owns this warehouse? If I might ask. Uh, this is a Steinhager warehouse. Steinhager. They're a member of the Merchants Guild, are they? Uh, yes, yes, a prominent member, I might say. I see. Well, um, uh, if you happen to, um, well, I can't say you've been very helpful, but uh, I appreciate it nonetheless. Uh, you're welcome. Yes, I, I, I do have duties to attend to, so. Uh, if you'll excuse me. Good day. Alright. Oh, totally. I'm the torture guy. That's close to the shite. That guy. <laughs> doesn't do you any good. He doesn't... I don't think he actually knows anything. He's he knows friend. we paid him to say that he found that goblin. Well, we probably already know that. But since we probably already know that, it's not worth beating it out of him. <laughs> right. Uh... Well, if we can get him to admit it to... Like the guard or the magistrate, city magistrate, or something that he lied, and these people paid him, and then we can, and we have all the other evidence against them. They could like launch an investigation against them. Well, but I don't think it works that way in this world. So well, forget everything I said. First problem is we're not cops, so we can present all the evidence that we want. And they're like, what were you even doing? Well, so, I mean, we can start staking out the Tegan Manor, but I'm not sure what that would actually get us. Not if by staking out, you mean breaking into it at night? We and can stake out the that demonic room and see if anyone, like, goes to it. I hate to say it, but I think our best course of action might be to return to the sewers. We know that... That's what I said. This Take warlock... Yes, but we know this warlock is, has a habit of frequenting the sewers. There's probably some sort of entrance into that manor from the sewers. There must Wait, be... Wait, where is that place at? In relation Unfortunately, to that? it's on the opposite side of town. Oh. Should we check out that one building that we think is above that uh, room? I still think it's... I don't think it's related. Well, we but check it out. I mean, if we ha- if we knew somebody in the thieves guild, we might be able. To- I'm sure they've seen comings and goings. They might have an idea of where we know the that passage is. That's as good as in the thieves. Guild. I don't know. They might they might be willing to sell us that information. Would you guys be willing to pay some substantial amount for it? This it's is the opposite of what we were intending. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it's possible they know if there's an entrance off the sewers into the Tegan Manor, but they would probably want. A significant amount of money for that information. What's wrong with the old-fashioned entrance? Just climb the second thing and go in the third star window. Well, are you ready to leave town and like that night and never return, regardless of what happens? I yeah. mean, what if we break in there and don't find anything? Then at that point, we have to leave town and. Like, we haven't solved anything. Alright, we need a friend in the city watch to make us, to deputize us. And then we need a search warrant. Then we go into the house. Search warrant? <laughs> search warrant. This is law and order. I think we need 
we need to find some sort of indisputable evidence that Tegan is behind this warlock, and then we can take it to the magistrate. Well, I'm certainly willing to pay for that information, and so said. We just need to find the warlock. <laughs> uh, you're probably right. We need to find the warlock and just kill him. So we know where the warlock goes. So let's just like wait. He's not going push. to return there. Yeah, he is. He's almost. He, he certainly knows what's taking place there by now. He's not going to go back there. And even if he was, he would certainly send an agent rather than go himself. So he can ambush the agent and then like beat the information out of him. And then he reports us to the city watch, and no, we get arrested. and we kill him. Uh, that's not I so think, much going to work. I think we should ask the thieves, the thieves killed. But unfortunately, we kind of need that to do that. <laughs> well, yeah, your, your, your method of introduction wasn't the best. Oh, you mean down in the... <laughs> we didn't pursue it. They slammed the door in our face, and we just walked away. I don't... Yeah, they can't be that, you know, pissed off. I don't think they would care. I mean, it's not like we violated their territory. We just asked them a question, they and they, they gave us an answer. care about the color of our coin, and our coin is gold. Right, but, like, we need this Mr. Secret Science thief to tell us where the thief skill is, <laughs> so that we can introduce, so that we can find them and talk to we them. We need to go through the proper channels. Yeah, exactly. We need to leave, like, a red rose at the corner of 3rd and Arbor... And receive a note from uh, from a skinny Pete, one-eyed guy named Skinny Pete, or whatever. <laughs> Maybe the thieves will just help us. I mean, there won't be any town left to steal from if they don't. I don't know. So can Zed hook us up with it? You want to ask him? Uh, what do you want to ask him exactly? Uh, we, we want to ask him. That we want to tell him we want to make contact with somebody. Um, we know how to make, we know to make contact with the thieves guild. We go and we knock on that door for five minutes. They open it and they ask what we're doing here, and we're like, we're here to pay you for information. No, that's not what we should do. What we want to set up an appointment. We tell them we want to make an appointment with somebody with Paul in the thieves guild so that we can arrange... An, well, we tell them we want to buy some information from them. Then we leave a note. We write a note and we leave it on that door and we give it 12 hours. I was under, I, my impression is they probably never open that door and if we slip a note under it, it might be three weeks before they notice it. Mm, I would guess that they would get it pretty soon. There was two guys in there. It can't be that unused. There were like seven guys in there, weren't there? Well, there were anyway, two guys there, in there, there, there were There were four. Well, we asked, when the door opened, you saw four four people. Yeah, well, what does Ed say? Can he, like, tell us that we need to... Uh, he can ask around to how something will get started. All right, well, let's start He with goes that. off and starts uh, his devious uh, asking. We can always go to the door if that doesn't work out. All right, he'll be back in a couple hours. Okay. Uh, now I can go get healed. Is that what we're gonna do today? Get get healed. It's certainly not a bad plan. 
No, I, if we want to take another 12 hours with point and rest, it's probably a good idea. I can't think of anything else that we would right. want to do right a now. Temple that has like, like I said, we could stake out the place, but I'm not sure that that would help us. I don't know, it, it might give us some information about who's been coming in like there. If wagon loads full of some suspicious something are being delivered there, that would be useful. I would not be there. Are you going to stake out any place? What are you talking about? You have shadowing. I'm really shitey at it. <laughs> you have the skill. That's more than anyone else could say. Um, I have the skill, and everyone's still better at it than I am. Like, plus 20 doesn't Is help you. Is it a basic you. skill? It's not. Oh. Then you are better at it than everyone, yeah. because we can't even try. <laughs> I can try and fail miserably. You have to wear your armor. Just don't make it... Just just don't try to do anything that would require a test. How bad is your There's agility? There's no test required for sitting in a car up across the street. the least agile thing on Earth. <laughs> Like, literally, there's nothing on this planet and less agile than me. After you level up a few times, you'll be fine. But I haven't leveled up a few times. <laughs> you should. Agility is good stuff for dodgeball. I mean, 10% dodgeball. Well, I'll tell you one thing we could do. We could start asking around. I pull out a, pull, pull out a page from the old Sherlock Holmes handbook here. We can start asking around uh, and try and find out what the reputation is for the... What's the name again? Tugans? The Tugans among the servants and um, coachmen and stevedores and everything else and try and figure out what, what they know about them. A lot of times people like that know more than you think they do. They hear things or they they have to carry things for them or whatever. So we could try to do that. Sure. We have Mr. Amazing Gossip. My gossip's probably not the best in the party. Uh, I'm sure it is. Mine's at 48. Mine's at 49. Um, okay, mine's at 58. Uh, 13. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have the door of gossiping. <laughs> so yeah, so I guess we go and... Um, Presumably they have, like, a sort of servant's entrance or something. (laughs) No, who does? The Trevor... What was name? I can't even remember. Tugan? Tugans. Yeah, Tugan. The estate. Oh, the estate. They have, like, servants coming and going. You want to head over there? Yeah. Okay. It's, um... The, uh... Sort of an area where there's larger estates and, um... It's sort of large houses and they're set back away from the road and there's a, a wall perimeter wall around each each one of these kind of large mansion-like houses. Um, there's a front gate, and um, the gate's generally closed. Every once in a while, the gate will open, and someone will come in or out. But that's that's how they all, all of the houses work around the Adel Ring. I have trade minor. I can right. take a pickaxe and try to tunnel through that door. So I'm the wrong person for this, but... Uh, spend three days just tunneling through that door. <laughs> so I guess what we want to do is we want to watch, you know, hang out somewhere where it's not, like in the park, right? Presumably there's, like, benches yeah. or mm-hmm. something in the park where we could kind of hang out and keep an eye on the gate sure. without being too obvious. And when one of the servants or something, uh, like the doorman or the butler or the chambermaid or I don't know, whoever, 
leaves, um, uh, we kind of want to follow them mm-hmm. and see where they go. Okay. See if they go to like, hopefully they'll go to like an inn or something, or a bar. Um, how long do you want to wait? Well, they're not going to come out probably before evening, so... Right. So you'll come back in the evening and, and look? Is that the idea? Yeah, can we rest 12 hours during the day? Can we rest in the park? Sure. As long as you don't, like, do anything energetic. All right, that's no, what we'll do. No ultimate physical. All right. <laughs> okay, um, as you guys are resting, uh, Zed comes back and he says uh, that he's... He's located an area where uh, um, thieves tend to congregate. He says it's ironic. It's actually uh, near the Watch's Barracks, sort of across the road from there. Um, there's an inn called the Crossed Pikes. And uh, if you go in there and... Uh, that's, that's and if you go in there and, and uh, you know, he said you had something to sell or to buy, you know, if you were kind of inquired... Uh, as you can ask what if was, if as long as you knew what was going on, that rings. they would, that they're, uh, that's where you would find find some folks. We totally should do that. We will, uh, but we're resting, and we're going to see how the urban angle plays out. Ask if anyone knows about any selling of copper rings. It's very possible the workers guild knows about that. Um. Yes. So. uh Oh, you mean that he had to buy those copper rings from yeah, somewhere? Yeah, those copper rings didn't come out of nowhere. Well, the problem is is that when you're dealing with somebody like this Merchant's Guild, they are often powerful enough to make that kind of those kind of records disappear and make people forget they ever did anything with them. I believe that, but I don't believe that they would go through that kind of effort for just copper rings. Because uh, something would have to go horribly wrong for them for a copper ring to ever be a lead. Things, so you think we should check the metal workers and see if they have any like the other thing is is that if they did take those precautions and we start asking about them that will immediately get back to the it would it's yeah I don't know about that yeah somebody comes up and asks you somebody somebody pays you like a gold and says look you made these copper rings you never just tell anybody about them you understand and they're like you take the gold and you're like sure. Six months later, somebody comes up to you and says, hey, we're trying to figure out about some copper rings that were made. What do you do? You say, hell no, and then you go to your superior and you're like, hey man, somebody just asked me about some copper rings, like, and I didn't tell them. You should give me some more money. Oh. <laughs> right? Sure. And like, yeah, best case scenario is, he's like, okay, two in order to get the copper rings, and we're like, shock. Yeah, we're, right. we're, we're back where <laughs> we are. <laughs> right, that's true. Anyway. So we should just assume any lead we follow is going to end up at Tugan and... Pretty much, Then yes. what's the point of following any lead? We should just... Well, because there are leads Tugin. that we, we can follow that, that tell us more about Tugan, right? Like Which talking, talking to their house. servants. And not getting caught. Talking to servants and, like, talking to the thieves' guild. <laughs> and the bet, what, let's say best case scenario, we talk to servants and we're like, oh yeah, we know this Tugan, they are, like, all... Best case scenario is like, alright, this Tugan has this room in the cellar that we're not allowed to go into. And it's such and such a room, and um, we're never allowed to go in there, and he's threatened us with death, and we hear strange noises coming out of it. Then we're like, alright, now we know where we have to go inside of his house. That's a big deal. <laughs> sure. 
Okay. Um, I guess we're done. Yeah, we should wrap it. All right. It is getting late, so the investigation has begun.